I must go because I will have extended my stay. And yesterday, at, uh, on Friday, in this meeting, it was a different ball game. Something has busted over this house from heaven. Lift up your voice and begin to thank God for it. As God gave us so many prophecies during our anniversary, God manifested those prophecies. Doors of nations are open. Doors of cities are open. The power of God is manifesting. Lord, we bless your holy name. We give you the glory and honor and praise for all that you have done. Let us thank God for his kindness, for his tender mercy. Let us thank God for his goodness. Let us thank God for his faithfulness. Lord, we exalt you. We magnify thee, Lord God. Be thou exalted. Be thou exalted, O God. Brita bagabodo se ledisa magabata. Brete lisko maledisa karado. Bredisa kamaga bragado ledina monde. Father, we exalt you. We magnify thee. We bless your name. We exalt you. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. Rebobo so paboro diska mini bronde ledis karabradi do. Jacale no masikra para diska marialode. Ye teke so pragade do no mosikra de bonde. Father, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Thank God for the unction of heaven. Thank God for the manifestation of glory. Thank God for the manifestation of his power. Our God and King, let us thank God for the mandate of God over Christ's faith tabernacle. Be thou exalted, O God. Sarubrate le mondi bracabola de doa. Zilimusco pragaredoda. Yes, sacred du maledo. Lord, we exalt you, we exalt you, we exalt you, we exalt you, we exalt you. We glorify thee, we glorify thee, we glorify thee. We magnify thee, O God, O God our King. Be exalted, be exalted, be exalted, be exalted. Rita do do she pregendo si prale mongra le desele dus canade. Lord, we exalt you, we magnify thee, we give you the praise and honor. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his mercy. Thank God for his power. Thank God for his goodness. Thank God for his glory. Isaiah chapter 12 verse 4. Isaiah chapter 12 verse 4. It says in that day you will say, give thanks to the Lord. This is the day. Begin to give thanks to the Lord. Call on his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. Now bless the name of the Lord. Immediately after our anniversary doors of nation is open again. Lord, we exalt you, we magnify you, we praise you, we praise you, we praise you, we praise you for opening the doors of nation unto us. We thank you for granting grace unto us. We thank you for extending hand of mercy unto us. Oh Lord, our God, oh Lord, our God, how majestic is your name. The heavens declare the glory of God. The farmer show your handwork day unto day, utter speech at night unto night, show it knowledge. There is no speech or language where there are voices is not hard and yet their voice is hard to the ends of the earth highest heaven belongs to god and the earth has given to the sons of men why don't you give god praise thank god for he had given the earth to you the son of man we exalt and magnify your holy name Lord, we exalt you. 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 Lord, we magnify thee. Lord, we praise your name. Lord, we glorify thee. Lord, we praise you. Lord, we thank you. Rote mosote, notoro mosika rodina, neroto bosika rabrani mosotoli karadedura, irapabode nusika mori mamajikoro di bradede. Give God the praise. Give God the praise. Lift up your voice and continue to bless him.
Give God the praise for this morning. Lord, we exalt you. Our soul magnify the Lord. Our spirit rejoice in his holy name. Let the house of God begin to rumble with praise. Yea, Lord, the Lord is God. The Lord is good. And his mercy endureth forever. We exalt and magnify thee, O King of heaven. We give thee praise and honor and glory, immortal, invisible. Only wise God, by Yedori Kabolode. Lift up your voice and worship the Lord. Bless the name of the Most Holy One. Thank God for His manifold blessing. Thank God for His mercy on your flesh. For His hand upon your body. You choir, thank God that He gave you voice and you can sing unto Him. Some sing to the devil. And the devil is oppressing their minds. You thank God for giving you the privilege to be a child of God. Thank God that you can come to the house of God. Some children of God have abandoned the house of God. And the Spirit of God departed from them also. But you are not one of those that the devil will deceive. He says, My feet shall stand at your gate, O Jerusalem. I was glad when they said unto me, We will go into the house of the Lord. Thank God that the deception of Satan in the last days did not have effect over you. Many have been deceived by the devil in these last days. Delusion is over the face of many. They do not understand. Jesus said, I shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. He said, concerning his house, he says, uh, why are you looking for me? So the parent, don't you know I, I, I must be in my father's house? There are some Christians that Satan has deluded them. They have excommunicated their friends from the company of the saint. And by so, they are not getting the blessing that God has commanded for the house. But God gave you insight. If you can go to your house, God has a house too. It's called the church of the living God. We are glad to be in the house of the Lord. So that when we worship, we worship together. The living God who lives forever and ever. Father, we bless you. We are not among those who just stay at home watching the television or stay at home and watching the internet. Lord, we exalt you. We magnify thee. We glorify your holy name, O King of heaven. Lift up your voice from, from earth and bless his holy name, he who lives forever and ever. Our God and our King, we salute you. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. I so magnify the Lord. Our spirit rejoice in his holy name. I begin to ask God, refresh my soul, O God. Send your fire upon me this morning. Refresh my spirit, O God, today. Send your fire upon me this morning. Randa boshalanendo, redobonde silakanda, rabeledumbos kanaboronde siridi, rapaga gratagorode. Pray in a new tongue, amashka pro daga bronde sikradidaya. 
Tell the Lord, purify my soul. Let everywhere be shaken by the power of the Most High. Let the smoke of glory fill the temple. Let the fire of God fill your heart and your lips. Open your mouth and begin to ask God. Send your fire to my body. Send your fire to my soul. Send your fire to my mouth. Send your fire, O God. Send your fire, O God. The Bible says, and the fire of God filled the mountain. And the mountain was filled with the smoke of the living God. Oh Lord, Lord, I want fire, 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 fire of the Holy Spirit. Fire, 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 fire of the Holy Spirit. Fire, 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 fire. Don't let the devil shut your mouth. Open your mouth and call for purification from God. Open your mouth and ask for encounter of God this morning. Tell the devil is no more business as usual. I am for the Lord, and unto the Lord it shall be. Tell the Lord, soak me with your fire. Soak me with your fire. Let your fire fill this temple, Lord. Let your fire fill this place, Lord. Oh, Lord, my God. Upon our children, upon our teachers, upon our choir, upon our ushers, at the entrance of this sanctuary, fire! Let every works of the devil be destroyed purpose of the church. For the Son of God was manifest to destroy every works of devil. Let us pray and tell God, every work of Satan be destroyed today. Every work of Satan be destroyed this morning. Every work of the devil be destroyed today. Every work of the devil, let every work of Satan be destroyed. Let every work of Satan be destroyed. Let every work of Satan. Let the glory of God fill this house. Let the glory of God fill every heart. Let the glory of God fill this temple. That we will receive the fullness of God today. Lord, we bless you. A new dawn has come upon us. A new the Lord spoke on Friday concerning April. We exalt and magnify your name. A new dawn has come upon Christ with Tabernacle. Be thou exalted, O God. We invoke your presence. I want all of you ushers who are standing to pray in a new tongue as you are standing. All of you from the entrance, catch fire, catch fire, catch fire. Catch fire. Everyone on the instrument, let the glory of God fill your heart. Let the glory of God surround you where you are. 
Mesere no moronde hiri maladoi rakere de bori malegeri ale mosiri daia araba babo boyekende le kiri malado bronde siridi rikare de bosi pragi harata taranda skaraboshi pecando no bosi karada bonda sid ekare dombe kebre dumba hebre le menduske ke kuska pongre diskara bonda so kalendo secre kiska dentro secle kiska glente secle creste cleke deke me pregetro lo prekede monso creada pa ya tamohota halade rica pa halageta la plata he moko roto mi capari la bata ma pala rotes ke prelegretuta ha yaka i cannot hear the voice of intercessors if you are a member of JT, I want to hear your spirit. I want your spirit to connect with my spirit in the presence of God, in the right hand of God, in the heavenly places. The will of God that will be done right in this place today. That will be done right in this house today. That will be done right in every life today. Everyone that will enter this sanctuary, pray for them. They will come under the fire power of God. Everyone that entered this sanctuary today, they will come under the unction of the Holy Ghost. It's no more business as usual. All the works of Satan be destroyed. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest to destroy every work of the devil. Sarataria Paranata, Neprata Renosita, Eregeduska Porode, Yakendolima. Let God arise and his enemies be shattered. Let God arise and his enemies be shattered. Let God arise and his enemies be shattered. Let grace be multiplied in this house today. Begin to pray for grace. That God will pour his grace upon us. God will pour his grace upon us. Everyone that officiate will come under the grace of the Holy Spirit. Zandalo secre disalatoria. Tarabara tereboribara de brodisa. Oh Lord, we pray thee, 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 we pray thee. Oh Lord, ma cabron te secre gosca bracata. Chains be broken. Chains be broken. Sick be healed. That is the reason for the house of God. The blind and the lame shall come and they shall be healed. Sight be given. Quicken the mortal bodies of man. God the Holy Spirit. That your name be exalted. Mashora bora moka bora leto rimakari braka de tosita. Thank God that He will take the glory today. Don't just stand and look at me. Let your mouth be moving. Let your mouth be moving. The reason Jesus appeared in church is to destroy every works of Satan. Anything the devil has planted in your body, in your life, over the period will not go home with you tonight, today. Thank you, Father God. Blessed be your name. All glory must be to the Lord. For He 
24. With an uplifted hand, the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwelleth therein. For he has founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the waters. Who shall stand in the heel of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart, who does not lift up his heart toward his faults nor swear deceitfully. He shall receive blessing from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the King of glory. Hallelujah. 
Psalm 145. I will exalt you, my God the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. They will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty. And I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works. And I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and seek of your might so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. But all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. Amen. Amen.
And as we worship, that you come and change our lives. No more bless you
sang that song with your spirit. You already been healed. People have been healed right now. People have been healed right now. You are receiving your healing. You are receiving your healing right now. That's a prophetic song. Some people already have been healed right now. Lift up your voice if you are sick and thank God for your healing. physically sick but you are sick in the mind sometimes you are not sick in the mind but you are sick in the brain you know when people read they can't remember it's sickness in the brain you don't have to become dementia for that to happen to you dementia is just the ultimate position but when you read things and you forget it how can you remember the word of God it is an attack of the devil it is sickness Somebody who is qualified and looking for a job, you never found a job. It's sickness. Your job needs to be healed. You have so much effort and so much ability, but all your effort to business is to nothing. You need healing. Your business needs to be healed. Let me tell you something. You are married, but your house is like hell. When you hear about people who are living in peace in their home, it looks like a taboo to you. Your marriage is sick. One of the greatest sickness that affects many believers in Christ is mind. You have a problem obeying God. You love the world so much that you follow the world at the expense of following Christ. You are sick in your mind. So when we are singing that song, you know, it's a prophetic song and God has started moving among you healing people and it was healing people and it was healing people and if you were sick and you did not sing at that time with your spirit to God you know there was a man his name was Bartimaeus he was a beggar confined to beggar for life by every ramification he had people he did not see people's foot as if there was a scuffle here's what is happening they say Jesus of Nazareth was passing how many people were sick at that time? A number of them following Jesus were sick. But it's a different time for somebody. When that person heard that it was Jesus, he said in a loud voice, Jesus, 
son of David, have mercy. He is the only one who received mercy because it was his spirit that went for the Lord. Whenever we worship, God begins to move. If your spirit does not seek something from God and you came to the presence of God, why did you come? You will receive your healing. Some people expect others to lay hands on them before they are healed. There was, a, there was another story in chapter 5 of Mark. A rich, a, a, a high, a priest who is very religious, who understands the Bible, went to Jesus and said, My daughter is sick. Come to my house. Alright? But while Jesus was going on that journey to honor the man, another wretched woman came, poor, made bankrupt because of her infirmity. She had been bleeding for 12 years. And she did everything medically she failed. She sold everything that she had. And so she had nothing. And this woman's mind was different. She said, I am not, I'm not worthy. I don't have a house even that Jesus will come. And you know, he said, but I know that if I can just slick among them and touch the hem of his garment, I know that I will be healed. I know that I will be healed. And everybody was pressing on Jesus. Power never went out until this woman touched the hem. The power passed through all the apostles who were between him and Jesus, but he did nothing to them. But he healed that woman. The blood vanished instantly. Somebody need to know when you come before God, come with your spirit. Don't let the devil rob you. Don't look for another opportunity. There was another man who was a Gentile, not a Jew, not a Christian. He went to Jesus and said, I am ungodly man because I'm a Gentile. He said, but my servant is sick at home. He said, Jesus, I don't want you to come to my house because though I'm a general in the army, I'm not worthy that you come to my house because I'm a Gentile sinner. But you speak a word. I'm a man under authority. I say to a soldier, stand, he stands. Sit, he sits. He will not ask me. He said, I know you have the authority over the whole creation of God. Say a word here and my servant shall be healed. Jesus said, I've never seen a man of such faith. Never in Israel have I seen a man of such faith. You come to the presence of God when you sing. Sing with your spirit when you pray. Pray with your spirit. Don't come to God and give him a wishy-washy service. God has passed through and he is here. So if you are listening to me wherever you are, if you miss the first manifestation, don't let your heart wander throughout this service. Because God is healing. God is restoring. Some have been healed already. Now your own will follow if you have not yet. Put your hands together for the living God. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. What a glorious day. You know, you know that today is the last Sunday of the first quarter. Any company who cannot, who do not have the principle of evaluation, you know, you know, their focus for the year, every quarter, is a bankrupt company already. If you are not able to weigh the impact of what you are doing and check everything that you are doing to understand that they are working towards the goal set. If you are that, you are just living a bankrupt life. As it is to companies, it is to church, and it is to individual believers. This is a quarter of the year gone where you need to sit down to look at your goal for the year, to look at all what you have been doing for the past three months, whether they address your intention. 
And if there have been any area that you are hindered, you sit down, correct yourself. And then focus and strategize. If your old strategy for three months did not work, it cannot work to the end of the year. If you are praying, 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 you don't do that. You are not doing what Jesus did. Because Jesus was always appraising himself. He was always assessing the impact he has. He was always assessing what he's doing in line with what his focus is. Jesus did all these things. All these things came out of Jesus Christ that they are teaching all over the globe now. Let me say something to you. That is the instrument for sustainable leadership. And it is the instrument for sustainable company. If, you're, if, if you will be relevant in the next three quarter, is what you did with this three quarter. And if you are not relevant by the middle of the year, forget all your prayer for the year. It cannot happen. I will get that now. Did the Bible not say watch and what? It didn't say just pray and pray. Watch first and then pray. So this is the last Sunday of this quarter. And God had done immeasurably abundant things in the midst of us as a church. I thought we'd give God a clap offering for that. Hallelujah. 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 You know, it is also a Thanksgiving Sunday and we will thank God that it is also Mothering Sunday. Say happy Mother's Day to every married woman. To our girls who are yet to marry, turn to them and say happy Mother's Day. Because mama na mama. Hallelujah. Our girls will become women. You will be happily married as we are. You will enjoy your marital life as we have done. Amen for the So we greet all the mothers, grandmothers, great grandmothers, happy Mother's Day. Please be seated in the heavenly place. Let's give Let's put our hands together for the choir. They're going to take their seat. What a great day. I love this choir. They are singing from heaven. Amen. Anointed with fire. Faithful in their commitment. Let them hear my voice. Don't play anything anymore. I want to talk. Brother Oji. They can know you. I want to talk. I said my choir are supersonic. You didn't hear what I just said. I can't trade my choir for anybody. Let me tell you something. My choir do not sit by YouTube when others are in church. Singing to us from YouTube. Eh? Do they, have you seen them do that? Am I talking to somebody? My choir don't go on uh, Zoom when others are in church. Really, my choir come to church earlier than anybody. And my choir makes sure that every time they come to church, they first practice again to revive themselves before they go to minister. Uh-uh. No be so. Choir na choir. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. So faithful people. Very, very faithful and loyal to God. To, to beat. The discipline it takes them, I pray that the whole church will have such discipline. Apart from the fact that they are the only organization in the church that will come to the church during the week to pray, uh, to, to, to practice. They pray and they practice. And they bind themselves to the discipline. And they are busy like everybody. They have duties like everybody. They are, they are people of various levels in life, categories in life. And yet, regardless of their, their duty, they will still find time 
to come and practice. They practice, you know, they, they are so committed. And then in church on Sunday, they don't come late. Because if you come late in choir, they bench you straight away. You will robe, you will wear your uniform, but you will be singing from congregation. That's their rule. And it's so strict. I mean, and understand that as everyone is busy, they too are busy. Everyone is parent, they too are parents. Some of them are wives. Some of them are husbands. Some of them are politicians. And yet, when it comes to their duty to God, come on now, we are all going to the same heaven, isn't it? Uh, why are you looking at me like that? I said we are all going to the same heaven, no be so. Uh-huh. So, if you have been playing games with God, and you have been watching uh, others from Zoom or from, from YouTube, you don't know when God will pass through the temple. So when God passes through the temple, you're regretting in the YouTube that I wish I was in church. You don't have to wish anymore. The days of that is over. In a short time, you, if you are the person who have replaced YouTube with the house of God, I'm going to talk to you about that today. It's one of the deceptions of Satan in the last days. I told you before the conference that well, I haven't spoken to you about the entrance to the power of God. I'll be teaching you on the satanic strategies for the last days. And I'll be teaching you about the reality of hell. Who is going to heaven? We are going to look at what Jesus said. Who will enter heaven? We are going to look at what Jesus said. Who are people who will gather in church, but they will never enter heaven? We will look at what Jesus said. I'm not going to interpret it. I will read it to you. Who are people who will be in church as church members, and God is far from them? I will show you in the Bible. Who are the people who go to church, and God is with them? I will show you in the Bible. Who are people who go to church, and Satan use their mouth to blow trumpet at will? I will show you in the Bible. Who are the people that Satan cannot touch? I will show you in the Bible. It will be your own decision. Because we are in a new dispensation in Christ with tabernacle. I will together now. We are in a new dispensation. You know, anything you don't have in your heart can never affect your destiny. Anything you don't do with your heart can never influence your destiny. So, the same thing with God. Satan, in these last days, I told you in 2019, when I had a vision about what God will be doing on earth till 2007. I told you that I saw Satan came in a mighty force. And I asked the Lord, what is this? Right before the force, he opened my eyes and I saw delusion. I saw delusion, delusion, delusion. I think people should go and investigate what delusion is. If God permit me, we will talk about the real meaning of delusion. And of course, too, another thing that I saw is obligation. What is an obligation? Today I'm going to expound that to you. So that you will never be deluded. Satan is a master of trickery. Because anybody the devil trick, he can mess up big time. He can isolate him in the desert that God will not help him when he cries. God will not answer. I will show you in the Bible. The Bible, God said those things. That you do this, you will cry in the wilderness and I will not answer. And he said that to his children, not to the people in the world. So, if you are a member of this household, or you listen to me on television, on, on video or television across the globe, and you are a child of God, I need to let you know. Heaven has spoken for us. We thank God yesterday, uh, for Friday that we came back from Nigeria, the onslaught of Nigeria. You're just singing, uh, dead be, be raised and, you know, sick be healed. What happened in Nigeria, I will talk to you about that later. Those things, we saw them raw in Nigeria. It's just like before we went in anniversary on, uh, you during the time I was teaching you at the beginning of this month, that I was teaching you about the ultimate power, entrance into the power of God. And somebody came here with crutches 
And after teaching the first day, God told her, go and hold apostle on the leg, on his leg. I will heal you. And she said um, she was ashamed or stuff like that. How can I embarrass the man? Second day, her condition remained. On the third day, she said, look, I damned this, all this stuff. I'm going to do that. I was walking here after the lecture. She came. She dropped all her crutches and went to the floor. She said, Apostle, don't stop me what I want to do. I said, do what you want to do. In the house of God, as she held to my, my leg, she spoke to God. I left. She finished. I said, okay, now she released my leg. Can I go? I go. I went. While the door there, there was a noise in this place. She was totally healed. Something happened in Ibadan. Among all many things that God did in Ibadan. Which is an evidence that God visited us in the anniversary. All the prophecy God said to CFT in the anniversary are happening. You know, God said they begin to happen now in the anniversary. They are happening. And I've taken this plan to myself to lead you into the new dispensation which God has ordained for us. So it's a new dawn for you. And God has spoken also on Friday concerning the next month. I'm so pregnant of what heaven is saying and I'm so happy to hear what God has planned for us as a people. Today is Mother's Day and we have a privilege of a mother in the house who is the spiritual mother to all Christ with Tabernacle International Churches. And not only to them, prophetic voice ministers, churches all over the globe. It is my great honor and privilege to invite to the podium, Reverend Omar. Mama Omar, put your hands together for the Lord. Shall we rise up together and welcome her to the podium? Mama Omar. <laughs> Can you see how she looks? Does she not look mamaic? Hallelujah forevermore. Let me tell you something before my mama speak. Yesterday, she just take a bath and dress herself upstairs. You know, when a woman is staying very long in the room, you husband be ready to see some glamour. Amen. So when that happens, I let her satisfy her curiosity. And we had trustee meeting, and Mama Uma appeared. We did not know whether she was an Indian or she was an African. Whatever the case may be, one of the trustees said, ah, you look like an Indian today. Oh, she said, no, this African outfit. But, you know, glowing, I mean, I said, Mom, what are you doing? She said, I'm celebrating Mother's Day from today. Put your hands together for Mommy Uma. Praise the Lord. Praise, 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 praise. The Lord! I didn't see the hands up. Praise, 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 praise! The Lord! Hallelujah, hallelujah. You may be seated, please. Don't, don't, don't mind that, Pastor Sidney is the one that caused that joke. That I look Indian. When I'm coming from Nigeria, why should I look Indian? I was. <laughs> anyway, praise the Lord. Uh, without wasting our time, you'll know that uh, let's just salute all our mothers. Let our men salute our mothers by clapping. Clap for them. Clap for our mothers. Hallelujah. Someone sent a tape to me uh, some few months ago, and I kept it for Mother's Day. Mama na mama. You put, just say that to me. Mama na mama. Mama na mama. That means mothers are mothers. Hallelujah. A young girl just demonstrated 
a good mother. And uh, uh, he read a poem, yes, about mother, and I've been keeping it. I almost forgot it today, but I first said, that my man and my mother, if you want to play him today now, I say yes. Hallelujah. But let's just go straight to the point. Happy Mother's Day. Mother's Day is a celebration established to honor her mothers, both in the family. So if you have not honored your mother today, make sure you do that. No matter how far they are, make sure you phone them, encourage them, and greet them, salute them, and it shall be well with you. Don't joke with your mother. Hallelujah. It is a celebration on different days in many parts of the world. Most commonly in the month of March and May. We are celebrating the UK in the month of March. Come May, America will celebrate theirs. While other nations celebrate other months as they wish. Every day to me is Mother's Day. Hallelujah. Mother's Day has also been commercialized. Before this time, you will be seen on the windows of the flower shop, Happy Mother's Day, as they celebrate other events and occasions that goes on and on. We also notice before this day, reminder on our high streets in the UK, and also reminder from our national television and media advertisement, cake shops or flower shops, and many other departmental stores advertising Mother's Day before this very day. So we must celebrate our mothers. If all these people can come together, sell cards and all the rest of it, send flowers, bake cakes, you know, I think we should do so in Jesus' name. This will enable many people to buy gifts for their moms. So if you have not bought gifts, you are still flash up, open. Make sure you do that. Buy for the grandma, nan, or grandmother. And someone that is like a mother to them. So if you have not done so, once you finish service, you must get something for people that are close to you, that are like mothers to you, and your own mother. When you listen to that poem, you'll be able to know what I'm talking about. Mothers that carries you in the womb. Some of you are just giving birth recently. You know that it's not easy. It's not easy at all. I didn't know it's so painful like this. No, it's very sweet. So that's how you have to really respect your mom. Special cakes are also baked on this day to give to mothers, friends, family, and neighbors. In those days, that's what they do. They bake it by themselves. They don't order no cake. If your mom has a sweet tooth, this special cake is the perfect DIY gift to give to her on the day that honors, that she's to be honored. All that she's done for you, to be honored and to show all that she's done for you or been to you. To show to her all that she has been to you or all that she has done to you. Mothers carry a lot of weight. Is it the pregnancy when your waist is painful? Is it the pregnancy when you have to leave seven months, you'll be going to the toilet and coming back? You sit down in the toilet as if it's not finished, you sit there again. Oh, mothers pay a lot of price. So make sure that you respect your mother, give them gifts, honor them, and speak to them gently and love them. She teaches, she teaches them on attitudes that God cherishes. That's the mother. Let's draw some uh, ideas from Jesus' teaching. 
This just came to mind when the apostle was reading some of the Bible passages that we read every day. Let's draw ideas from Jesus' teaching on the Beatitudes, or what some people refer to as the beautiful attitudes. Beatitudes, beautiful attitudes, which define what true Christian character is. You also notice the promises and accompanying uh, 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 promises. The instructions and the promises from this scripture. Hence the book of Matthew chapter 5. You have heard about it, beautiful attitudes or beatitudes. Jesus teaching the crowd. The book of Matthew chapter 5, 1 to 16 said, Now, when he saw the crowd, when Jesus saw the crowd, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him. And he began to teach them, saying, Jesus began to teach the crowd. When you see the crowd today, what do you do? Do you teach? Let's start from that little crowd from your house. Hence, mothers are supposed to teach. When Jesus saw the crowd, when he looked at the people, anytime he gets near people, how is your evangelism? That's what I want to put through to us. Let's emulate Jesus in according to his lifestyle and do the same. And he began to teach them, saying, that is, he started encouraging them. He tell them stories. How do you reflect that? When Jesus saw the crowd and he was uh, uh, teaching the people, how do you reflect that to mothers of the day? Because the Bible says mothers have to teach and fathers to instruct. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 8. Jesus' teaching can, can be referred to encourage, us encouraging our home today. Do you tell stories about Jesus to your children at home? Do you lead them through the word of God at home? Do you teach them the way of the Lord at home? Or you only get them computer and they're playing on computers? Do you teach them about their education as well? Do you do great things with your children or just leave them walking, walking, walking? Once you come back home, you're tired. And then you'll be comparing your children with other people's children. <laughs> it cannot be so. Because you will reap what you sow. I'm talking to mothers today. Jesus saw the crowd. And I said to us women, let's look from our homes. Do you encourage your children in your homes? Or do you just leave them? Jesus didn't leave the crowd. He made sure. He said he went up on a mountainside, high, and sat down. His disciple came to him. And he began, do you celebrate? As Jesus was celebrating this crowd. And bless, blessing every one of them. Hence the beautiful attitudes, or the beatitudes. Says in from that verse, we say, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. No matter how you struggle on earth here, as long as you keep Jesus in this vehicle of yours, you will go, you will make heaven at all costs. Hallelujah. One of the blessings that Jesus was sharing on that day, the poor in, in spirit. He said, Blessed are those who mourn. But they will be comforted. Can I say to some of us that are mourning at this hour, Jesus will comfort you. Blessed are the meek, 
for they will inherit the earth. Let us read this again to our children. Meek, meek, meek. Respectful. You think they are silly? They are not. They will inherit the earth. And he said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. I'm talking from, to mothers today. Hunger and thirsting for righteousness. Today many are hungry and thirsting for the things of this world. They don't want Jesus anymore. They pretend to be, to be with Jesus, one leg in, one leg out. Don't worry, we are all there with you. No, you are not there because you are not, your hunger is not towards the things of the Lord. Your hunger is towards the things of this world. The, the, Jesus was teaching the people, said, Blessed are those who hunger. If you hunger, like the man of God was saying now, you won't be in London and be sitting down at home looking at the television. You will come here and fellowship because that's what God has said we should do. These, those of you that are seated here today, the Bible says, Blessed are you because you hunger and you thirst for righteousness. You will be filled this morning. Hallelujah. Say to your neighbor, You shall be filled. You will be filled. You will be filled. Because you are here this morning, the Bible says, Blessed are you. Blessed are you. How many blessed people are here this morning? Hallelujah. Jesus began to teach. He said, Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Are you a merciful person? Are you the one that looks down on people? If you are merciful, the Bible says you'll be shown mercy. I'm talking to women. Are you that one, that woman that does the six things that God hates? Proverbs chapter 6, the eyes. Feed that lead people to sin. Are you that, that person? Say, blessed are the merciful. They'll be shown mercy. Are you the one that is merciful? You'll be shown mercy. Are you the one that is not merciful? You'll never see mercy. May that not be a portion in the name of Jesus. Say, blessed are the pure in heart. For they will see God. Hallelujah. How many people want to see God here this morning? I'm talking to women. Clean hands, clean hands and a pure heart. You will see God. Many want to see God today. How come I'm not hearing his voice? Yes, because your heart. <laughs> My heart was dark with sin until the Savior came in. His precious word I know, blood I know. Has washed it white as snow, and in his word I'm told I walk the street of gold. Oh, wonderful, wonderful day! He washed my sins away. Jesus is washing sins away this morning. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see Jesus. If you want to see Jesus, take away all the sinful attitude, sinful nature, and fix your thought on Jesus. He will take you there. Say, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. How many sons of God are here? Are you the one that causes trouble at home, trouble among friends, trouble among children? Such mothers are not here. The peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. There are many people that are persecuted in many part of the world today. But we are here enjoying uh, uh, English dinner and English breakfast, tea and all the rest of that.
But the Lord Almighty will see us through little persecution that we see that we thought is persecution. He said, blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. There are some people, their head is chopped off for, for, because of the, of the things of God. But that is not your portion. God has saved you. God has kept you. But the Bible calls such people that are persecuted. You are persecuted in your office because you think that's persecution. I thought yeah, I had persecution, but it's not. When I started hearing that, they chopped from people's head off. In those days, they cane you. Hmm. Are you Christian? You don't want to come to the party? You have to be in the party. We are in the hostels. You have to be in the party. You have to go to the party by force. And in the party, if they excuse you, dance, you don't dance. Maybe one of the senior or anybody. They cane you. Oh, my days. Anyway, we want to thank God for today. We are all enjoying. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you. I want you to... This very one is very clean. A lot of people insult you for no reason. He said, blessed are you when people insult you. Actually, women that are going through times and situations. Insults of different insults. When people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. You are serving God. You are being persecuted. People say false things against you. All kinds of evil things against you. He said, evil against you because of me. He said, rejoice and be glad. Hallelujah. Rejoice and be glad. Hallelujah. Because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. We all know this. This is a common statement. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for any, anything except to be thrown out and trampled upon. Just know that you are the salt of the air. And you must not lose your saltiness. You are the light of the world. God wants us to reflect him. Twinkle, twinkle, women. I want you to twinkle like the star. When it's time for the star to come from, to, 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 to show in the night, he comes and is twinkling. And all heavens begin to declare the glory of God. God wants you to reflect him as his light. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand. And it gives light to everyone in the house. Woman of God, you are light in your homes. Hallelujah. You don't want to be disgraced to your husband. You are light. You want to reflect him. In the way you talk, in the way you comport yourself, in the way you speak, you are light. When you are outside representing your husband, you are light. Light doesn't, light shines in darkness. There is no, darkness cannot consume light. Hallelujah. So let us shine as women of God in the name of Jesus. Neither the people like, no, in the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Do your character, do your lifestyle bring shame to God or make God to be, not, not make God not to be happy? Your character, your lifestyle, does it make your husband, those of you that are married, those of you that are not married, or your character make people to, to want to fall away from you? Ta-ta-ta! You don't want to mix, those people don't have light, they are in darkness. Gossip and all the rest of that, they are in darkness. Let your light shine so that every darkness will be consumed.
We have to serve God's purpose in our community. If you want your life to shine, you must serve His purpose in your community. You must identify God's role to humanity. If Jesus is here, what will He do? The Bible says those who do not see Him, but we believe in Him. That is what we are acting now. So even though we do not see Him, identify that godly role and begin to demonstrate it and reflect Him. Both His nature and His character. Let's uh, reflect it. Hence, as I round up this morning, characteristics of a godly woman. A woman that is blessed, as I've said. A woman that does all those things according to Jesus' teaching on the, on, on the mountainside. Characteristic of a godly woman. Number one. Mothers are important in the family and in the society or in the community they belong. You must know this, that you are very, very important. In your homes, you are very, very important. They play an essential role in our lives. If you are a mother and you are not playing such essential roles in the life of your children, in the life of your husband, me, 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 me kind of woman, me first, me first, even if your husband likes, he looks anyhow, as long as you are shining. No, we don't want such women here. Mothers are important in the family and in the society, or in the society, they, they play an essential role in our lives. God has created you in that home to play an essential role in the life of your children. Are you that careless mother? You know, I taught you from the book of Job. I don't want to go into that anymore. The ostrich, they, 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 they match their egg and they walk anyhow like that. You understand what I'm saying? You don't want to be such mother. They play an essential role in our lives. The Bible recorded various kinds of mothers, and many of them show valuable characteristics of godliness. But some are very careless. You don't want to be like the ostrich that always destroys the eggs when he lays them. Timothy had a godly mother and grandmother who so greatly influenced him that he followed in their footsteps of faith. What type of mother are you? What type of nan or grandmother are you? Are you the careless one? May the Lord help us to raise good children for the future in the name of Jesus. The careless one said, uh, uh, beautiful hands lay good eggs. Are you a beautiful mother from inside or a wicked mother? You can judge that right now so that we know the type of egg and the type of eggs or the type of children that you give birth to. Beautiful hands, they lay good head. Hands, beautiful mothers will give birth to good children. The children that will not make you to disgrace outside there. Because can I say something to you mothers? Your children are looking at you. Some mothers teach their children to keep malice. Some mother teach their children to misbehave. Some mother teach their children to, 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 to tell lies. Are you such mother? Mother, God wants a change in your life today. Some mothers teach their children to mess up their dad, to disgrace their dad anywhere their dad goes. Some mothers teach their children how to fight. 
May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. When the, when the Apostle Paul wrote to encourage Timothy, as he led the church in Ephesus, he described Timothy's faith, faith heritage this way. For I am mindful of the sincere uh, faith within you, which first dwelt in your grandmother, Laos, and, my mother, and, and your mother, Eunice. I am sure that it is in you as well. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 5. Mothers are characterized in many ways, in different ways, based on external beauty. Some, they can describe you by your beauty. Some, you can be described by your wealth. Maybe you mess up with your beauty. Some, you might mess up with your wealth. But this morning, God wants you to make the best use of your beauty as mothers. Wants you to make the best use of your business and your wealth. Or anything that you have accomplished in life. But the most important quality of a mother is godliness. We are raising godly mothers in this church and you will be godly. I stamp it in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. This doesn't mean that you are perfect or perfection. But she has a quality that serves as an important model for her children. That should be this quality that your children can tap from. And you'll be a model to your children. My mo- I look at my mother as a model today. Now she's gone. My mother does not tell lies. My mother does not keep malice. One time I was trying, somebody was messing around with my mom in the, because they like a family place. And, my, and I, because I saw the way the woman disgraced my mom. So, so all of us, some of the children were so unhappy. Do you know what my mom did? I was passing, I didn't greet that woman. He, he knew, he noticed it. Say, come here. Now say, sorry that you didn't greet. Is it your own business? It's our business. I'm greeting her. What is your business? That's a good mother. Today I can't keep malice. Hallelujah. Mothers that teach their children to keep malice. Mothers that teach their children to fight people. That's, that's not a godly mother. It doesn't, like I said, it doesn't mean that we are perfect. No woman will completely express one of these characteristics. But the ideal godly mother is one who is growing in all these ways that I'm about to tell you. Ideal godly mother prays and reads the word of God. Hallelujah. Prays and do what? Read the word of God. This is not an occasional practice, but has become the habit of her life. She believes the scriptures and knows its instructions. And knows that its instruction will help her become a better wife and mother. So if you are not praying and you are not reading the word of God, then there is a question mark for you this morning. And I want you to go back home. Think of this. A godly mother. I've told you a mother. Who a mother is. Read the Bible. Praise the word of God. In fact, pray, uh, uh, prayer and Bible reading affect every area of her life. A godly mother, a good mother. You teach the children to how to pray. How she dresses, number one, you must dress example. How she handles herself, herself and walks. Her conversation, character, and conduct are rooted in the word. 
and our children are a reflection of this. This doesn't match with you. Try to pray God that you get out of it in the name of Jesus. Your children must be a reflection of you. So also to our men. Number two, a godly mother or a good woman. She's a mother who has learned to trust God for every need. Trusting God, the Lord will help our faith. Because she's praying, because she's reading and meditating on the scripture, she comes to know and trust God's promises. She will stand on the promises of God. May God increase our faith in the name of Jesus. She is confident and know that God will meet our needs, whether physical, material, emotional, because she always focuses on, focus on God. She lacks nothing. She speaks of God's sufficiency in her life and is grateful, whether uh, grateful for whatever is provided for her. A godly mother is generous. Are you stingy? A godly mother is generous. If you have one pound and you cannot share 75p, you have a problem. If you have one pound and you cannot share 95p for your home, you have a problem. If you have one pound and you are thinking of collecting everything your husband has, you have a problem. A godly mother is generous. She's not stingy. Even if she has a little to share, she willingly offers it to others. Are you such mother this morning? Sometimes our generosity comes in, comes in the form of encouragement. Her desire is to offer words that builds others up rather than tear them down. Her example of generosity towards her family as well as to others set a pattern for her children to follow her footsteps. Are you a mother that is always looking to collect from other people? You don't want to give, don't want to give. Your children to are learning. Let us not raise stingy children. Let's be a mother that is generous. A godly mother. She's obedient to God. In obedience, she honors God and is also profitable for her as well as for her children and her husband. Obedient to God. Your children will be obedient to God. If you are that mother that is disobedient to God, your children will be disobedient to God. She understands. God, we, can't, we may be teaching the children, but you are doing other things at the back. She understands that she is obeying an all-powerful, omniscient, loving God whom she can trust. She's not, this God is not man. Her goal is to obey the Lord and leave the consequences to him. There is no need to worry because she knows he can handle any situation. God can handle any situation. You don't need to worry as a, as a godly mother. She brings all her cares and concern to God and leaves them in his capable hands. Even when the issues are serious, she can sleep. May God help us in this case. And may God help me too. There are some issues that are very serious. There is no way you can sleep, you know. But God will give us rest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are some issues that you want to do it DIY by force. But teaching this right now, I have to give myself rest. Even when the issue is serious, she can sleep. How many of us can sleep? 
under hot water. How many of us can sleep? But His grace is sufficient for us. She can sleep without trouble, without any anxious thoughts. Sometimes our eyes cannot sleep, Psalm 77, because we are so worried. Hallelujah. A godly mother who trusts and obeys God gives her home an atmosphere of freedom. Are you that one that your home is always trouble? Your husband is looking for a way to go and hide in other people's home. A godly mother or a good woman gives her home an atmosphere of freedom. A home where, a home where there is welcome and love because she is not stressed by worrying. Even difficulties at home cannot disrupt that peaceful atmosphere for long. A mother who is godly is forgiving. Are you a forgiving person? Someone hurts you. You keep it on and on until you fight the battle. May God help you. This is essential for every follower of Jesus and is clearly taught in the Bible. Those who refuse to forgive live in stress and tension that soon follows into the home. If you don't forgive, it will affect your home, affect your lifetime. Uh, lifetime. You don't forgive, your, somebody offends you, don't forgive, he's coming here, you're going to pass through that. You will never have rest. Let this Mother's Day bring a change to you. Those who refuse to forgive live in stress and tension. Don't forgive your sister, don't forgive your brother. You will live in stress, in strife and tension that soon overflows into the house. Before you know it, it's affecting all your children. Before you know it, your children too are fighting, you are fighting. Your husband is fighting, you are fighting. Because of you, mother, may the Lord help you in the name of Jesus. He said, those who refuse to forgive, live in stress. You cause your children to stress. Telling them, you, can't, you see, you know what my mom did to me? My mom said, come back here. Is it your problem? Great time Is she fighting you? She disgraced me in the presence of someone that was even fighting my mom that I wanted to take side. So don't take side. And don't lead your children to, to, to be stressful and cause tension in your house that soon overflow into the, into the home. Forgiveness is a vital part of family. I forgive easily. No matter what anybody does to me, the moment I got this trick of forgiving that my mom taught me, I forgive easily. There's nothing anybody wants to do to me that I will not forgive. Once I'm angry, by the time I get there, I say, Lord, help me. And God always helps me. So I forgive easily. People used to think, some people might have hurt me or something like that. And you think I still carry it on? Mm -mm. <laughs> I've, I've, I've turned them to my back. Hallelujah. So let this be your attitude. Forgiveness is a vital part of family life. Fight your husband. Fight your children. Keep malice with your children at home. Keep malice with your husband at home. Keep malice with... Oh, no. May that not be your portion after this Mothering Sunday. He said, forgiveness is a vital part of family life because the close relationship uh, 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 inevitably results in misunderstanding and conflict. However, living with a difficult person is no excuse for having an unforgiving spirit. I know some people can be difficult, but it's not an excuse. Amen? You have to forgive easily. Forgiveness can restore peace. You know, something. I was counseling husband and wife. Even me, I don't know how to continue. I have to really, really, really pray and pray and pray. I pray, God, just, just, the two cannot even forgive each other. You know, 
But I wish, if they, are, if they are here, they are not in this church today, but if they are outside people, you know, maybe I'll use this again to go and talk to them. Forgiveness can restore peace and eliminate stress and tension in the home because this fighting is affecting children. When two elephants fight, the grass will suffer. Furthermore, all believers are told in Ephesians 4.32, Be kind to one another. You must keep the scriptures of this Mother's Day and go and recite it at home. Tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ also has forgiven you. So make sure you forgive people. Forgiving others does not mean that people that are really bite you and bite you into the bone. You forgive them, but you make sure that you watch out so that that biting will not come again. I don't know how to explain that to you. Because some people, they do evil and continue to do evil and continue to do evil and they say, forgive us. How are you forgiving them? But don't let yourself be beaten to, because once they come back, they bite you more than that. If they need your assistance, do it for them if you have the opportunity. But in your heart, make sure that you are forgiving them. He says, Persistent uh, uh, applies to relationship as well as work. It is easy to stop communicating or walk away from difficulties in relationship. But the godly woman doesn't give up. She keeps loving even when things are not going as she desires. The Lord will grant us the strength in the name of Jesus. Especially people that are having problems in their home, in their family, the Lord will give you the strength. To continue. Instead of giving in to discouragement, she turns to God in prayer, asking him for a pure heart and a forgiving spirit. A mother of a young child is an example of persistence. No matter how many times she must get up in the middle of the night, those of you that are nursing mother, you know what I'm about to talk about. No matter how many times she, she must get up in the middle of the night to care for that child, she continued to do so. Actually, when the child is within three months, sleepless nights, both husband and wife, we have to do that. Because the baby still feels she's in the womb and, you know, she's eating and eating. Anytime she wants, we have to pay attention. God has placed within the heart of a mother a willingness to do whatever her child needs, considering God first in all their dealings. And a godly mother faces life, life's demand without fusing, without nagging, without groaning, or comparing her situation with others' circumstances. She's determined to be the person God wants her to be. A godly mother is a servant. This is a quality we should all have as followers of Jesus because he was a servant. A mother with a servant attitude doesn't live for herself, but for others. She serves her family in a, in a variety of ways, remembering that she's following in Christ's footsteps. During the time of Jesus on earth, she serves, washed the disciples' feet, always there for people. The Lord will grant us the grace to do more. She doesn't seek a reward or serve only when it's convenient. A lot of you are serving in the church today. It's not when it's convenient for you. You have to do it as Jesus did it. But when she feels like, no, she will do it as Jesus will do it. She understands that in serving, uh, in serving her family, 
she's serving the Lord. And in serving your family in the church, you are serving the Lord. She lives an orderly life. For family life to run smoothly, there must be organization. Especially when children are in school because there are schedules to keep and tasks to complete. School runs. Some of you know what I'm, knows what I'm talking about. I have to celebrate when I don't do school runs again. <laughs> I did party for myself. Because you be running like a... You don't want to miss it. When you miss it, miss has already told your child to, to go to, 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 to stay around the corner. And you don't want your child to be in that horrible state. So it has to be hand in hand. Without order in the family, there is confusion, frustration, anxiety, tension, and stress. Furthermore, an orderly life is some, something children need to learn in order to function well as adults. When you are not orderly, your children too will not be able to function as adults. People raise their children in church today, they are no more in church. People raise their children to love the Bible today, they are not doing the Bible. You can only try your best. The Lord will help us to do the rest. That's why it's so important to model it at home because children tend to pick up attitudes and habits from their parents. They need to develop characteristics that will build and enrich their lives. If you decide that always argue with your husband, your children will build that attitude. They will be arguing. Anywhere they go, they argue with people. May the Lord help us. Or husband arguing with their wives because we have to put it both ways. A godly mother is an encourager. Children need the encouragement of their parents so they will feel valued and loved. This begins early in life when a baby is held close and expands to include words of encouragement as, she grew, as the child grows. Sometimes this takes the form of challenging them to preserve and do their best. A godly mother loves unconditionally. Her love is not conditional is not conditionally based on the behavior of her children or husband, but is given without reservation. By her example, she demonstrates to her children how they too can love at all times. If you, have, if you were blessed with a godly mother, what qualities do you admire in her? How has she shaped who you are today. I'm talking to some of you that are under our parents still in, in their homes or people that have left home to go and marry. You are blessed with a godly mother. What are the qualities that you have taken from them? There are some that are not blessed with godly mothers. That's why you see them. Any small thing, they just do that. May the Lord help us. Even though our mothers are imperfect, there is much we can learn from the special relationship we have with them. If you are a parent, it is important to decide what godly character traits you need to develop in your own life and to ask God to help you model them to your children. Because the question is not if you will, but for you to influence them. So what kind of influence are you to your children and to your family? That's all about a godly mother on a mothering Sunday. May the Lord bless his words and may his words develop in our lives like never before. This is one of the poems. You know me, I love poems because poems that I've learned early 60s in my primary school, they are still here in my head. 
my mother. I will never forget. And I'm going to sing this song to you mothers. And I hope you enjoy it. Hallelujah. I want you to draw words from this, from this song. Because this word actually blesses me each time that I think about these words. There are two ways to sing them. Some say, my mother who taught my infant leaves to pray. But I'm going to sing the other one so that it can get deep down. Who taught my infant leaves to pray and love God's holy book by day and walk in wisdom pleasant way. My and can I ever cease to be affectionate and kind to thee who was so very kind to me? My I want you to, to shout loud. I know the thought I cannot bear. And if God please my life to spare, I hope I shall reward thy care. My mom, who ran to help me when I fell, and will some pretty story tell, or keys the place to make it well. My, do you see your mother in this picture? We say, who ran to help me when I fell, and will and will some pretty story tell? Tell stories so that you get healing from that womb, or keys the place to make it well. Ah, mother, who fed me from her gentle breast and hushed me in her arms to rest and on my cheeks sweet kisses pressed. When sleep forsake my open eye, who was its song sweetly hushed by, and rocked me that I should not cry, my who sat and watched my infant head when sleeping on my cradle bed, and tears of sweet affection shed, my when thou art feeble, old, and grey. I want the children to listen to this. My healthy harm shall be thy stay, and I will soothe thy pains away. My, you see that stanza is a is a reward of a good mother. When thou art feeble, that is when you are old. If you do a good job, when you are when you are living, when you are feeble, when you are old, when you are grey. My healthy arm, then I will repay shall be thy stay, and I will soothe thy pain away. Reward of a good mother. My mother, for cooled our father in the skies, look down with pleased or loving eyes, if ever I could dare despise my I want you to keep this, all mothers, this morning, who taught my infant leaves to pray, and love God's holy book by day, and walk in wisdom pleasant way, my When pain and sickness made me cry, who gazed upon my heavy eyes, and wept for fear that I 
should die. You know the reason why some of you, your mother has passed on, my mom has passed on, but it's not, it's not gone forever. I know one day we shall meet. Hallelujah. So those of you that still have your mother, always think about the words of the song. The one who gazed upon your heavy eyes. When sickness troubles you, the one who cries all the time, and make sure that you have everything for life. That's your mother. This poem was written by Aunt Taylor, 1783 to 1866. She lived. She was a poet. She was a poet and literally, literally a critic. She was born in England to a successful and well-educated family. She and her sister Jane, who is best known for the classic children's verse, Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star, they wrote this song as well, wrote a number of children's books and also wrote a number of hymns, a devoted advocate of animal welfare and also took an active role in many ways. May the Lord bless us, mothers. Always remember that song, your mother, who taught your infant lives to pray. So that means our mothers must be teaching our children to pray. Today we are going to honor our mothers. You know, we are going to honor every mother in the church that is not honoring one. But one of these mothers will carry the trophy. So we will move around if time permits and we honor our mother. While our men are clapping and the choir will give us a match song that we can use to be singing and running up and down in the church. And men, you know, sometimes, you know, I know you, some of you, when your wife goes to labor world and you come back, oh, I have to respect my, husband, my wife now. No, you have to respect them. You have to nod like this. I try. She tried. She tried. So how do you honor them today? By clapping. And one of us will be carrying the trophy. The trophy is somewhere here. And we run. Because that's the way to enjoy this Mother's Day. By the time we get home, our belly is settled. So go and eat our dinner. So if you have not cooked dinner today, you have had it. You have to go back home and settle. Nobody should come and I'm tired now. No, no, no. You don't tired on Mother's Day. We have to eat dinner. Amen. The Lord bless you. Let's put our hands together for our mothers. Amen. Before we pray, because I have a duty to lead you in the prayer end of month into the new month, because of the visitation we received on Friday. But before we pray, let me just wrap up what give you a key scripture concerning all what you have heard. If you look at the book of First Timothy chapter 4 verse 12, it says don't let anyone look down on you because you are young. This is Paul's word to Timothy. But set an example. That is where it applies to you mothers. Set an example for believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. This is your obligation. You must set an example. Because, you know, children look, especially girls, always look at their mothers. Really, those of you who are young men and you are not married... You know, there's a key my father gave me, I'll give to you. He said, before you say you marry a woman, study the mother. 
study the mother. Don't just go and marry a woman that um, looks like a masquerade. Because when she removes all those masquerade stuff, and you get to, you may be shocked that that is not what you applied for. Are we together now? A woman who paints here, paints here, paints here, double temple earrings and all stuff. If you marry that, when you get to man, all the foundation is removed. You may regret that. This is not really what I bargained for. However, if you put your head in it, you know, what do you sign it? For better for... So, men should be very, very careful. Look at the mother and you can know who the daughter is. It's a very great principle. At the same time, you mothers know you have an obligation. I was going to talk to you about obligation, but from next week we'll start talking about that. You have an obligation. Wherever you are told, the Bible tells you that you have an obligation. Um, what the Bible refers to as obligation is very, very simple. Obligation is um, a duty imposed by law or a duty imposed on man arising from law. In this case, is the law of God. And that duty that is imposed upon you will be a remedy or it's an expiation. It expiates for sanctions. You want to live your old age as a good as a mother, then make sure you train your children in the way of the Lord when you are young. You want to live in peace at home without trouble in your old age, make sure that you firmly teach your children the way of the Lord, especially your daughters. Mothers teach your daughters, you know, sons, fathers, your sons. If you are not firm with them concerning the principle of God when they were young, don't expect them to remember it when they, were, when they grow old. Then your practical life speaks to children more than your, your theoretical life, your teaching. Alright? Somebody knocks your door, you say, tell them I'm not in. You have only introduced this lying spirit to that child, which will never depart from that child. Tell them I'm not in. He will go and tell them you are not in. When he knows that you are in, he will grow up or she will grow up with such spirit. Lying. I know lying has a great, um, you know, uh, recompense. So, I will say to you, women, congratulations for what God has created you. Celebrate your creation as a woman. Be bold in what God has made you. You are not inferior or less to a man. And really, when I looked at man and woman, I discovered that women do more things than men. You agree with me? Why are you looking at me, you men, like that? I say women do more than men. You better nod your head. All your wives, look at your husband. I say women, your wife, do more than you. Did they nod their head? All right, let me, let, let's just listen to this small girl. She was told to write a poem for Mother's Day. I think I will tell the children in Sunday school that any, any program like this, like Mother's Day, is good to make sure that your children produce something. Father's Day, the children should be taught 
to produce something. That's how we grow in church. That's what is called children's Sunday school. They must be taught to produce something relevant to the occasion. Now, this one I had is somebody played it to mommy. And I had it, um, and it looks very interesting. Maybe that girl will preach more than both of us have preached. Can you play it on your something now? Because you should have cued it. I can't hear the voice. Praise Baba God. Rewind, you get something rewind I won't it. Tell uh, okay, leave it like that. Look at this girl. Go ahead. About uh, Mama Dem. Mama na Mama. Early morning, she go wake up. She go pray. She go cook for Papa and picking them. She go ready all her picking for school. Mama na Mama. She strong well well. She be a bewitcher. Any kata kata wake up. She ready full ground to support Papa. She de carry picking for Bele for nine months. Even Papa them, na Mama de born them. Mama na Mama. She fine well well. She no pensiting. She be house doctor. She be wife. She be sister. She be auntie. She no de fear oh. Mama na Mama. Mama no be just wife oh. She fi be doctor. Teacher, counselor, engineer, architect, scientist, president, pastor, even president self, she feed BM. Mama na mama. All the mama way sit down here and they look me. I won't tell na say una too much. Una fi be anything na one be. God go bless. Go, go, butter on our bread. Go, go, sugar on our tea. Money, boku, boku. Plenty picking them. Go, go, bless on our picking. Long life, good health. Walk up hand, unko. Go, go, bless them. Una no go see poverty. Una no go see death. Go, go, bless on our family. Make everybody Make we greet our mama then. Mama na mama. Let's stand up and greet the mama then. Hallelujah. Mama na mama. <laughs> oh my God. When I watch that girl, I say she will cut across every culture. Look, let me tell you this. All you men that you are laughing to me now, don't give your wife headache at home. If you have been given them headache at all because mama, na mama, even papa, papa to na mama born them. <laughs> Hallelujah. Please be seated in the heavenly places. I want such gifts in Christ with tabernacle to be fished out by those who teach the children. Look at the grace. That girl just said those things from her mind. It is her gift. And it is one of the teachers of the children that fished that out. To know that that girl has such a grace and brought the girl out. Now, the girl is in Nigeria. We are playing her in England. That's how they play her in America. 
you know. So I want your ch- the children's department to come up with me. Bring up for me the grace in those children and let them function. Shall we just lift up our voices and pray? Let's stand up now and pray for all, all the mothers in the house. Shall we begin to pray for them? If you are standing beside a mother, just lay, put your hands upon them and begin to pray for them. That the Lord will strengthen them. The Lord will empower them. The Lord will engrace them. Every married woman, put your hands on their shoulder and pray for them. Those of you around there. Just pray for them. I put your hand that the ground grace they carry so much weight. <clears throat> it's only woman that carry human being in her belly, and now when they are born, they feed them. Just bless the mothers. Bless the mothers. Lord, we pray for them. All the mothers in the house, we pray for them. You are praying for mothers, not for girls, but mothers. Those who are married women in the house, those are the ones you are praying with. Or anybody who have children, just pray for them. That the Lord will provide for them, the Lord will bless them. Those of them going through hard time in their marriages, the Lord will grant them wisdom to be able to manage their home and also grant them success. The Lord will touch the heart of their husband to live in peace with them. We want all our women to enjoy the peace of God. Father, we pray for them, we bless them. Those who are having problems with issues, with uh, temperaments, that God will cure them, God will heal them. God will give them patience, endurance, long-suffering, everything they need to make a good mother in the home that God will endow upon them. God will provide for them and bless their works of their hand, give them good health, and strengthen them in everything they do. Bless your wives. Those of you who are husbands, pray for your wife. For the time that your wife had been with you, that God will bless her. God will compensate her. You will have a better life from today. God will make life easy for all our women in their role as wife, as women, and as mothers. Father, we bless and glorify your name. Those of them who are looking for the fruit of the womb, I call children from heaven to follow them home. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that by this time next year we celebrate their children as well. Pray for grandmothers, that they will see the goodness of God over their children and grandchildren. That the Lord will destroy the influence of Satan. Father, we bless and glorify your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. Let's be seated, please. I'm going to take your offering today. Today is the last day of the week. So we're going to prepare our offering unto the Lord. The Bible says, bring all your tithes and offerings to my storehouse, that there may be food in my house. And we're going to do that. But while we are doing that, can I just say to us that, few announcements I want to firmly uh, announce to you all. You know, we are entering the second quarter next, next, no, this week. We are entering the second quarter of the month. I feel like doing seminars with you to educate you and impart into you. So that you, are, you can, you know, be really fully prepared and implement what is necessary for your new quarter of the year. 
If anybody set a goal at the beginning of the year, if by the half of the year, your, all what you are doing does not address the goal, that person is a failure, no matter how much you pray and fast. So we need to recognize that there are principles in life that can help your prayer to work. And it can make life easy for you so that God can perform miracles. So, and also I want to say this, that I will want to meet the leaders of this church, all workers. You know, in April, our workers seminar in April is second, which happens to be our, our what do you call it now? Victory night. Can I say, victory night shall be 7 p.m. All our normal program we do, we do them, we are returned back fully to church. So, victory nights, first, second, third, we will hold first, second, third in the church, and we will hold our overcomers night in the church so that the house of God can function as it is. Jesus said, Know you not that I'm in my Father's house. Can I just sound a warning to those who have been deceived by Satan? To think that they can join the church on uh, YouTube and stuff like that. If you do that to God, you hurt yourself. And I stand as God's messenger to let you know that. And it's in the scriptures next Sunday, I will go to both churches and, and read many scriptures to you. If Jesus said to his parents, after being in church for three days, nonstop, Do you not know I should be in my father's house? then you understand that the church is different from your house. No matter how many angels are in your house, they are minute. No matter much the presence of God in your house is not us. When we come together, that's when glory comes down. And you understand the fact that to say to somebody, I love you, but you don't visit his house to go and meet him, that is a fake love. Fake love. You, you call God to your house, and you do not come to the house of God. You consider it. And you have more than 21 scriptures that tells you about gathering in the church. David said, I will be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. He didn't say goodness of my house. He said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Then he said, my feet shall stand in your gates, O Jerusalem. He's talking about the temple in Jerusalem. Even that whenever he's praying, they are praying in Israel. They turn to the temple. Anywhere in the world, they turn towards the temple. So the house of God, it's a command. It is God who said, build a house for me. And he gave the pattern the house should be built. And the glory of God is always in the house of God. All shall take care of that child straight away. So it is the glory of God that comes in the house. And when two or three are gathered in the temple to pray, the, I, let me give you this. On Friday, I entered this building. I haven't visited Nigeria under powerful ministration. You know, what I taught in Nigeria is just the continuation of what I was teaching you. But during my period in Nigeria, I was teaching in the church about the entering into the power of God, the entrance into the power of God. Suddenly, a demon possessed began to manifest in the meeting. The pastor of that church up till yesterday night, they were phoning and talking to us. Really, the pastor gathered all his leaders and workers yesterday, Saturday, in a love feast. And all the prophecies God gave me for their church, they played through it. 
and he, uh, he told the members from the prophecies God gave us these are my own lines of action each one of you tell me what have you decided to do because of this prophecy because God spoke among them told me what the church has gone through for 30 years you know I've never known and then God told me where they are he told me the decision the thought of the pastor God told me and then now told me that now this is what heaven is saying listen to me and I told him by God what he should do what will happen to their church in the next one two three four years five and what God wanted to do with them I mean it was it was uh, a jolly a jolly meeting those who are with me pastor Baba was there they can tell you when that demon possessed manifested I was moving in the middle of the church on salvation and there's a right wing of the church and the demon began to manifest the whole place was scattered so I came back from the aisle and went to the demon possessed and when I got to the demon the, the demon said I will kill you it's recorded you can go to their Facebook or YouTube and watch it fountain of grace in Ibadan Nigeria click it and you will see the crusade you can watch every teaching and the girl said, I will kill you. The demon said, I will kill you. I told the devil to shut up. Get out of hands. Keep quiet. I don't talk with demons. And right there, I told the girl, accept Jesus Christ. Confess Jesus. And she opened her mouth, but word cannot come out. And that's an evidence that demon is still in that poor body. She wanted to confess Jesus, but no word could come out of her mouth. So I did that, not because of me, but because I was teaching them that churches and Christians must cast out devil, devil the way Jesus did it. To lock up somebody praying for them for days is so foolish. Because there is no way in the Bible such is practice. To me it's exorcism. You cannot tell me you are a doctor when you cannot open somebody up and you are telling stories. Or you tell me you are, you are a lawyer and ordinary criminal case. You, cannot, you don't know how to present your case in the court. You, you can't tell me that. So how can you tell me you are a minister of God, a child of God, and you are conducting deliverance for people? Where did you see it in the Bible? If you cannot cast demons out as Jesus cast demons out, go back to your drawing board and find God first. I would mean now, everybody was there. Over a thousand people. I rebuked that spirit and I told the spirit to shut up. And I said, I command the spirit of this girl to speak. Loose now and speak to me. And I said, say after me in the name of Jesus. And she began to confess Jesus Christ. When she confessed Jesus Christ, and also the one who was there, the spirit that was there, that, that your days are over, power has changed. And by her confession, she said, now you fast spirit, get out in the name of Jesus Christ. And the demons went out. I picked the girl up, brought her to the church, and I introduced her. Her name was Grace. This is Saint Grace. People were shocked and marveled. In the place because the gospel that we preach it is not it is not a gospel that that lean on human understanding we demonstrate the, the power of the most high as it is written it has to be in your lifetime and i told those of you on friday when i was when this church started i was in my 30s i remember pastor Josiah joined the church about the age of 40 71 this year but all of us were young people and this was happening. Cast out devil publicly. So those of you who are youth, I'm challenging you. We were graduates at the time too. Various careers and professions. But we move in the power of God. Those of you who were born here, your parents were with me. I met some of your parents at the age of 19. 
the fire for God, we cast that devil on the streets. In London, and our youth age was in London, not Africa. We spent part of our youth age in Africa. We were not influenced by the nonsense of Africa. We came to England and we continued to live as youth. And we have a lot of our colleagues and we know what they were doing. But we didn't do those things. We sold out to God. So it's not a matter that apostle, because he's getting old, that's why I said, no, when I was a teenager, that's what I was doing. I remember one day, I was a teenager, and I just left secondary school at the time. I was working with federal service in Nigeria. And suddenly, the Lord told me, go home. I just told my boss, I had God tell me to go home. He laughed. He said, you, this young boy, you just came from school. You are preparing to go to university. You are working. And you are saying God said, I said, yes, he said too. He said, okay, go, 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 go. Let me let you go. That's how our relationship was with boss. And when I entered my, my got home, my father said that I've been praying that God should bring you. Ah, I said, so what happened, dad? He said, your brother, your junior brother is under satanic torments. And I prayed, I said, God should bring you. I said, okay, where is he? And my dad opened his room, and my brother was lying on the bed. His belly will push out like if somebody put a pencil in his belly, and he will push his belly out. Okay? Any doctor who is very doctor, tell me why, what happened in that place. This is beyond your medical understanding. And that's where the spiritual comes in. Medical doctors are very good when things that happen are normal, are natural. That's why they have the knowledge. That's the reason why if a medical doctor can collect power, he will do better than an ordinary doctor. Same thing with advocates. If you can know the Holy Spirit, you will be a QC just like the Spirit of Life. You cannot lose a case. Whatever career you are, if Holy Spirit enters into it, you will be a different person. So when I saw that, the boy screamed as if he was going to die. And then that thing will stand like this, the whole skin will become like a pyramid. All right? And then I saw that my father was looking at me. I just said, in the name, when the thing rose up again, I just said, in the name of Jesus, I commanded to come out. I pressed that belly down. Instantly, the spirit left him. And he was healed on the spot. And I told my dad, this is what God brought me here to do. I'm going back to my office. And I went to the office. I took my brother, put on your clothes, follow me. I took him to my office. You know, I was being trained as a junior uh, surveyor at the time. And I can tell you many more things. I told them this testimony in, in Ibadan. Uh, Pastor Sidney will remember and the rest of them who were with me at the beginning of this church. You remember a girl in Homerton Hospital that they came to call us that that girl was having a, a skin problem and the doctors don't know what exactly is happening because what her skin is is this her skin was falling like ashes when she walks her skin will fall down and where the skin falls from there will be a sore anytime she moves the skin will shake and fall down and under that skin is a sore so the doctors put her in a polythene enclosure this transparent sheet because the doctor said they do not know, this England, Homerton, they do not know what is wrong with her. So they grafted her body to go and test it. So the mother came at the time and was crying that this is what wrong to my daughter. 
and my, uh, my daughter. is the daughter. And he said, please, Apostle, I don't know. Please, Pastor, come and help me. If you can pray. I heard God heals. Please, come and pray. So, but when doctors want to, to check her, they will wear gloves. Because they don't know when that, what that disease is. And it, it can be contagious. So, she was living in the polythene enclosure. And they will use gloves to, you know, take their instrument and scrape the body. I know when, when doctors have not known what is happening to you, why should they give you medication? They don't know what to give medication about. So, when I got there, the woman was there, and I told the nurse, can I pray? I, I said, I'm a vicar, I'm the pastor. Can I pray for this girl? He said, why, why not? Why not? Please, you can. And I said that, you know, can I touch her? He said, no, 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 no. Don't touch her because that condition she has, the doctor said it is certainly contagious because they are still looking what exa exactly happened to her. So I said to her that, okay, I will touch her. It's my own decision, okay? So you are not liable. So she opened the zip and I put my finger, I put oil in my hand and I put my finger on her body, her arm, and I held the arm with the sickness and disease. And I told her spirits that occupied that body. Jesus was wounded for our transgression. He was chastised for iniquity. The chastisement that makes us upon him by his cyber, he healed in the name of Jesus and Satan, don't come back to this body. I said, you are discharged in three days. And I left. I said, by tomorrow, your body will be like a baby. And I left. Came back home. Of course, they gave me some things to clean my hand. All manners of things, they are fleeting my hand. Because, I mean, who knows what I've collected from that place before it goes to the air. Behold, on the second day they got to the girl, they discovered that the body has changed. By the third day, there was no sore, one single sore. Her, her skin was like a baby. I'm saying this to you because I was a youth. I was a youth at the same time, a qualified severe. In surveying, nobody, no severe of my, of my colleague can ram shoulder with me in surveying. Are you, I'm in law now. You also know all of you who are in law. Anything I go into, I go to the extreme by the Holy Spirit. I, I majored in every aspect of land surveying, but whereas I'm supposed to be trained and be majored in one area, just mapping sciences. I majored in astronomical surveying. I majored in geodesy, hydrographic surveying, engineering surveying, any aspect of surveying, area surveying, I could do sortie and map the whole country up to now, and I never forget what I learned. But I'm saying this to you because you youths understand this nation is waiting for you. And if we manifest like this till our old age and we are going more, God does not expect less from you. But your heart and mind must be sealed from deception of Satan in this end time. There are people who are Christians but they are old. They cannot even pray for a headache. Do you know why? Their heart and mind did not follow them to Jesus Christ. That's the only reason. It's not because of any anointing. I've told you, I showed you. We just came from Ibadan when it was demonstrated. I was receiving telephone calls. Somebody will come to me and tell me, Ah, Apostle, we have been following the prayer and thank God for you and all stuff like that. Another one came to me. He said, Look, I have never had this teaching in my life. Who are these people speaking? Professors. Professor of medicine, professor of law, professor of this and that. They are the ones talking to me. 
telling me how much deep the word is and the manifestation that it has. And then also how I could bring the power of God to their level that now they have no fear of anybody. They were all telling me that we all used to be afraid before. Now we have the boldness. But a little bit of what I was teaching you is what I taught them. Of course, when I came yesterday on Friday, God demonstrated it. God demonstrated it. So, you who is a member of this church, and you don't come to Overcomers 9, you rob yourself on earth. If you don't come to first, second, third, that God gave us covenant, you rob yourself on earth. Those meetings, you are supposed to run towards it. I would mean, what you have is what you can use. What you don't have, you cannot use it. And I'm saying this very, very strongly, that we are entering into second quarter of the, of the year. As far as I'm concerned, I will not leave any stone unturned in my life because what God said must happen to me. And you have to have the same decision that what God said. You can't be in the place of power and you are working like, like wretched. You cannot be in the house of plenty and you are lacking or you are starving. Come on, you have to change the system of your heart and mind. Serve God if God is to be served. If you don't want to serve Him, drop Him. Don't play wishy-washy with God. Don't play games with God at all. I don't want... You know, we may be seven here, it's enough. I mean, if we have to do projects of billions, God will just give the billions to the seven. You understand? So, if you come to church, be serious with God. Because I can see the devil wangling his tail and sweeping away many stars. I can see the hand of the devil like the dragon. His claws are growing out of him. He's perforating the intestine of people and bringing many to death who are not supposed to die. Killing them, maiming them. I can see the, the blotters of the enemy increasing. But we can stop him. We can stop him. It is not by might or by power. It is by the Spirit of the Lord. We can take our stand over nations and can decree. And it shall come to pass. Let me tell you, no matter how bad the situation is, if somebody there can stand for Jesus Christ, forget it. The rest is story. This is the God we serve. This is the God I hand over to you. I teach you, I live it, and I manifest it. You have no option if you go to this church. But to do all those things too. And the Lord will help you. I think we want to collect offerings, isn't it? So that's a good message to collect offerings. Hallelujah, somebody. You know, you just wind me off. You just wind me off. <laughs> you know, that pastor told his church. He said, I was standing before Apostle Williams for 30 minutes. And he had told me seven testimonies. He said, those testimonies are not what we have had in Nigeria. He said it. That, that this is happening. And we don't know it. I said, yes, it's happening. Many more. I, I told him, what was I just doing? He just uh, scratching the, the, the calabash. Well, deeper things God is doing in Christ with Tabernacle from beginning till the He's the same Christ yesterday, today, and forever. And so we enjoy Him in Christ with Tabernacle. Come on, join with me. And let's dive into the deeper dimensions of God together. Somebody say, I will. Come on, let me hear you say, I will. We will shake the foundations of Europe. We will shake the foundations of Great Britain. We will bring the kingdom down as God taught us during the anniversary. That is our duty. Don't let the devil deceive you at all. Don't take any suggestion from the pit of hell. Let me tell you. Finally, those of you who are not married, my girls, don't marry a man who had a bad air court. Because something is in his body. It's called the evil spirit. If you see a man, he caught his hair like the world. Don't follow them. Or he put earring. It's because he does not have confidence in himself. Any man who puts a earring is just because they don't have confidence in themselves. And they have to do some stupid thing to 
film relevant. That's what happened to them. You don't marry a failure, man. You marry a boy that looks like a man. Let me tell you, there is something the devil is doing to women now. They, they, it just came from the pit of hell all over the world. They will plait their hair and it will, be, it will be so long down. Who is deceiving who? Anybody who does that, Satan just got you. The spirit of the devil, Lucifer, is the one who brought it. There is a demon that appears that way. Anybody who wears that air, that demon will follow. No prayer can deliver you. They mess up your life. Same thing with coloring your hair anyhow. You know, anybody who's doing all those stuff, there are evil spirits that appear like that. And that is what they introduce to the world. You follow the world, you know, you're an enemy of God. And so we cannot help you. Neither can God help you. When the devil closes up gap with you, when things are getting easy for people, you just discover that you are suffering for nothing. You pray, 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 God will not answer. Heaven is sealed over you. The same thing like a woman dressing like a masquerade. If you are a woman and you, you are coming to church and you paint the whole of your eyelid. You see eyelid they call this? What do they call this one? Eyelids. Good. This one is eyelids. This small, this air that... These are eyelashes. And this one. Good. Thank you for educating me. You see the lashes? You painted yellow, green, white. A devil is after you. You are answering the inspiration of a demon. Okay? So that you look like what is called Carita. Then you will paint this place anyhow. You are coming to church. What is all that for? We don't need that nonsense in church. We need people who want to serve God in church. We don't need people who want to bring devil. Let me tell you this. Pastor Sidney, you remember. There was a woman who came one day to CFT in, 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 when we were in All Saints Church. And she came in to seduce people. You remember? And that woman had come once or twice... And I called her to a corner and I wondered that, look, this is church. When you are going to party, you dress that way. It's your business. But you are coming to church. We don't need your face to be looking like you, you, you. Here, a prostitute stand and you stand, there's no difference. You know, you go to Soho, you see them the way they appear. That way you are appearing. We don't want that here. Are you with me now? I wonder, say, be careful. Because I have seen what she did not know I saw. And then, after some time again, she came. Just less than a month. And that day she came with the, with the intention to kill. And I stood at the door. The Lord told me to stand at the door that she will come tonight. And I stood at the door of Austin's church. Uh, you know, it's very not unusual. I always stay here, people coming to church. But that day I was standing at the door. And people were coming, I was welcoming them. I was welcoming everybody. People were happy that apostles at the door today. When it got to her turn, I said, Stop! And Elder Akin was with her and some others. So everybody stopped. And I looked at her. I said, woman, before you came, the Lord told me what you are coming to do. That day they gave her this juju and they mixed it with this thing that you put here that shines. You know that thing that shines, they put on the lashes, we call it now. This place is lashes, isn't it? Lashes. Eh? Leads. No, this one is lead now. Uh, this one is lashes. But the one here is eyelid. Look, it's leading really. The one here, you know. Those of you upside, you can't see me. Let me cover up your gate, Joe. You must hear this one today before you go. You know, this is lashes, they said, not eye. But this one is lead. When you close your eye, the skin that covers your eye is the lead, isn't it? She put some shining thing there. Eyeshadow. 
Ah, but it's not dark. It's not a shadow. It's, it's uh, you, that thing she put. It's not dark. It has it has some some uh, you know. You know, stuff. And they have not been doing that at the time. It's not common in the world at the time. This is 1992 or so, I'm telling you. And so, she put that in there. She, she painted her lips with uh, uh, red or so. And she painted the tip of her lip with black. So that that red looked very satanic red. And the black looked like the shadow of death. So, I told her. <laughs> I told her. Behind her were the demons that were, that were coming for oppression with her. I said, stop! And she stopped. I said, girl, I spoke to you a few weeks ago like a gentleman. Now, you don't want to be gentle. I said, you cross this line, they will carry your corpse. Unless the Lord did not call me. I said, before all of you, you are witnesses. I said, cross the line. Cross that line. You will be buried. I mean, in the book of Acts, it happened. Somebody lied. They took her coffin. He's called in coffin away. The woman, the, the woman could say, Jesus said, he lied. They took the coffin away. You, if they born you well, you cross into this church. You know, she, she, her leg was like this. People were shocked. Instantly, terrible fear came upon her. And she backed down. Backed off. Backed off. Backed off. She turned her face away and she ran. We didn't see her again in CFT church. But the church she went, I know, did destroy so many men there. Are you with me now? So you, my men, if you see a girl who has such faces, run away from, run from madding crowd. If you marry a mad person, when you get to marriage, there is nothing we can do for you. You have to live with it. Are we together now? You see beautiful girls natural not nice what makes a girl begin to look like that is because she believes that she's not beautiful she had to do something to make her artificial i don't marry artificial when i married your mom here she was raw and i told that i want to see your face because the face without anything just put powder on your face she was raw and she was beautiful that's why i married her so from that time till now i have met her now how many years ago 40 what 1973. How many years is that mathematician? Surely you must know it. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> 49 years ago. She, she did not change in my own eyes. Because what I saw is what I'm seeing. So if she put powder on that face, the face behind, underneath, is still the real face that I married. Those powder are just addition. Because when you go to bed, you cannot put powder and mascara and uh, eyeliner, you call it. And <laughs> go to bed. You wake up, all your ladder and shining will have gone. Hallelujah, somebody. The beauty of a, a righteous woman is holiness. And that is what you, my boy, should look for to marry. Are you with me now? If you, if you don't want to... Um, if you don't want Satan to be your father-in-law, don't make Delilah your girlfriend. All right, now, <laughs> we are going to take our offering. So let's prepare for our giving today. I think you provoked me to just preach a little bit. All right. So, power is yours. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Glory is yours. Somebody say amen. amen. The oil upon my head is upon you too. You will manifest beyond my boundaries. And I will leave and sit down here. I will see your manifestation before I depart to glory. Shall we bow our heads and pray over our offering, please?
Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we bless you. Thank God for the privilege you have to earn a living and to give. And as we bring our tithes and our offerings to you, as a token of love, substance to God, to say thank you. We thank you so much for all you have done for us. In Jesus' anointed name we are prayed. May the covenants God made towards the obedience of giving be manifest in everybody. In Jesus' anointed name. All right, now let's just put our legs together as we bring our offering to the Lord. Quiet. A special number. It's a good thing to welcome me. Now, <laughs> please sit down and enjoy these angelic voices on their special number. We can take our offering, please. Amen. Um, I'm just going to read from Psalm 18. It says, I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. My God is my rock in whom I take refuge. He is my shield and my horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise and he saves me from my enemies. Only in the name of Jesus can we be saved. The song we're about to sing is called Mighty Fortress and it speaks about the power in his name. We pray that, we pray that you're blessed. Amen.
I thought you would be on your feet and give God a clap offering. I told you, these guys have gone beyond. Hallelujah. What a gracious time. I expect that after the visitation during the anniversary. Because the Lord told us he's taking everyone higher. You will see more unction. You will sing and the blind will see. And the lame will walk. The Lord will crown all your efforts with manifestation of power and grace. Shall we pray together? Lord, we thank you that this is the holy offering that is brought by holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we have prayed. Amen. Now we are going to do our thanksgiving straight away. Um, I came to recognize that we have baby dedication. How many of you were born in uh, March? You are the March children. You march on to glory. I didn't hear you. Uh, if you are March, and they call it March, you keep on marching. Marching forward in everything you do. How many of you were married in the month of March? Wave your hands. Now we're going to celebrate you. Now what we're going to do is that you will all come out. Don't worry from wherever you come. Just come out to the aisle and we come to the altar. As many of you that can stand the altar should stand. If you cannot, just spread out and keep your distance all around you. And we're going to come before the Lord. Why they bring the children to the front before before them. I think you who have birthdays can stand in this aisle, that aisle, and that aisle. And those who have children should bring the children right to the altar before me so that we can celebrate them. I think um, here I have one baby. Is that correct? Is that one baby we have? Today is Mother's Day. May God bless you with baby nyafu nyafu. That's what that girl said now. Babies nyafu nyafu. So what that means is that you will have babies. Even when the girls say, God bless mama with babies, nyafu, nyafu. I saw some of you grandmothers said amen. I don't know whether you want nyafu, nyafu baby again. But anyway, you have said amen. That amen passed to your children. Hallelujah, somebody. So let's just get together and come up. And so some of you who are having your birthdays can come over and be the one who is having the dedication stand in the middle. Yes, choir, please sing for us and let's dance. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. 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 Thank you so much,
children born of one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their enemies at gates. Let all these people stand before you uh, who were born in March. It is interesting. We thank you, Father of Light, for the days they were conceived. Born in different parts of the world, into different families, and yet you are the one behind that operation. You sent each spirits into the family in which they were conceived and were born for a purpose which is global, your eternal purpose. And I, God and King, we thank you so much for these crafts of yours. I look at them, and there is no one that looks like the other. No matter how much a person resembles one another, there will be distinction. And you, God, did all this. How many billions are we on earth? You don't have one person twice. You distinct everyone with their voices, various voices, various appearance, various shades of skin. You are the God who did all this. And you make each person unique with your hand. You woven us in the womb of our mothers. How awesome are your thoughts towards us, O King of Heaven. And then you made us little, a little, little than angel and you put everything under our feet. That we, who are your people, God's saints, we judge your holy angels. What a glorious opportunity and grace. Lord, I pray for them who have their birthdays. The covenant of God with the righteous be fulfilled over you. You will grow until your old age. You will bear fruits even in your old age. As God Almighty had designed your destiny, so you will be fulfilled. Before the altar of the Most High, I speak. Everything you need to fulfill destiny on earth, I ask heaven to endow upon you. Doors shall not be shut against you. It says to your old age, I will keep you, I will honor you, I will lift you with my hand. So it shall be unto you. To your old age, the Lord will keep you. To your old age, the Lord will bless you. To your old age, the Lord will guide you. He will carry you on his hand. This very time that we are in, Jesus said, the love of many will wax cold. Your love will not wax cold. The Bible says some will abandon the Christian faith and the Christian life of godliness and holiness and they will follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. You will not follow deceiving spirits. As God has taken you serious, you will forever take your God serious. Situations that will make you deny God will be far from you. Heaven will back you up in everything that you are doing. As your age is, so shall your strength be. 
you will love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and your life shall be pleasurable to God. God will not permit you to do things that will hurt Him. God will guide you by His Holy Spirit within you. And you will laugh in your old age. Father, we thank you so much with long life. You will satisfy them and you show them your salvation. Now to the new arrival, I welcome you to this world made by my God. The one who has sent you into the midst of mortal men. As you grow in stature, you will grow in the knowledge of God. The sickness that attacks young age will be far from you. The manipulation of hell over the mind of the youth in England will not prevail against you. Because you are a gift to the family of faith, so you will remain forever. Your offspring shall serve the God of your parents, whose name is the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says the, God, the child grew in stature and in the knowledge of God, and the word of God prospered in his hand. As you grow in stature, you grow with knowledge. You will never refuse rebuke. You, God will give you a heart and mind that will listen to your parents. As God gives them wisdom to guide and direct your life, you will obey their voice. The voice of stranger you will not follow. You will grow to become one of the mighty that will shake this nation. This nation that you are born will know that God is with you. As you grow in stature, you will develop in brain. All your organs are developed adequately and you will develop in grace as well. Lord, anoint this child in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Your destiny is hid in Christ in God. Mortal men will not be able to tamper with where your destiny is, where you are going. And may God of glory never depart from you. Everything you need for life, and everything your parents need to bring you to destiny, may heaven remember them today, and open doors of favor. Those who are well-wishers, I pray for you that God will bless you because you have come out. The Bible says, as time and your seed time and harvest times are not seed, you have sown seed to this life as to celebrate them. You will be celebrated. Amen. Lord, we bless you. Amen. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Yes, mommy said you want to, uh, you are the one I did the naming for. Ah, I want you, church, keep standing. Listen to this testimony. It will empower you. Yes. Who wants to talk first? She's the one. Please, darling, tell us your testimony. To Praise God's the glory. Lord. Yep. I want to bless the name of the Lord. I want to give him all the glory. Can you give me volume on I that? I want to give him all the voice. praise. Because a journey of 12 years, and here we are with this beautiful bundle of joy. It can only be God. Hallelujah. When it seems like, will it be possible? Even though you're, you believe in God, you're trusting God, and it seems like, will it ever happen? But that last year, the Lord made it possible. The Lord showed up for us, and He showed us mercy. He made His mercy to speak for us. Um, that, that same last year, around March or thereabouts, um, there was a program in the church that was going on. But before then, I had a leading by the Holy Spirit to donate the things that we bought over the years for, for the baby. I mean, believe, well, the baby we believe in God for, that we should donate it to. Sister, I want you to be calm. 
Because your testimony is powerful. So what you are saying is that over the years, you believe God, correct? Yes, sir. And you bought things with, by faith yes, sir. for the baby you are expecting. Yes, sir. Okay? That they understand. Now tell me from that time what happened to you. So we, I had the leading to donate the things we bought to um, babies, charity babies and then cancer babies. So, but I was scared to do that because I don't know if my husband will accept because, I mean, there are some things there that you were, they were, you were, you were given prophetically to, you know, by pastors and mummies and all of that. So, but I was afraid, but I told God that God, if you really want us to do this, I want to talk to my husband. And the Lord spoke to him. I think the next day or so, he just said, Esther, I think we should just give all these things to charity. I was so happy, like, thank God, thank you, Jesus. And then we gave everything, even up to buggy, we bought buggies, bought a lot of things. We gave everything out. And then March or April, there was a program that was going on in the church. I also said, if you are believing God for children, you should get baby stuff and then pray over it, whatever baby you are believing God for. And then I went to, after work, I went to the store. I bought what I wanted and then I prayed over but it. You bought new, new clothes, clothes. Yes. For Actually, new bought baby. just two. I bought two because, I mean... I, I believe God will do it, but you know, after wait they for are many coming. years, I just said, let me just buy this and keep it. So I bought that, and then around that uh, April, May, I just started feeling somehow like this is different from normal, normal feeling, even though you've tested, tested over the years and you'll be tired of testing. But I got one test, testing kit at home, so I said, let me use this and check whatever is going on. And then I tried and I saw a faint line. I'm like, am I dreaming? It was around 2 o'clock or so in the middle of the night. I woke my husband like, I'm seeing faint light. If I was saying I was shaking, it was like, Esther, don't start, don't come and give me up attention. <laughs> I'm like, wait, but this line seems true. So we, 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 we rejoiced a bit, but we didn't want to put our hope, our hope so high. So I went back, went back to sleep. In the morning, I went to, the, to Sainsbury, I bought another one. I tested again. It shows, the line gets, started getting stronger. I'm like, this thing is getting stronger. And then I ordered online. I started testing from that day. I, st- I didn't even stop testing. I still have the testing on my phone now. I showed my friend. I started testing and testing and testing. Almost like two weeks. And it was like, that is it. I think it's enough now. You can stop testing. I, I just want to reconfirm. And that was how God did it. And after six weeks or going to seven weeks, I started seeing blood. I'm like, what is this? I called my neighbor and then my husband was around that time. They took me to the emergency. And you know, doctors, we tested any rubbish like this is a threatened abortion. I said, I refuse it in Jesus' name. This one is tame. And then they did some tests and said, Well, it's still showing that you're pregnant, but let's see what happens. We can never tell. I said, I know this one, God did it. So the next day was on Monday. They booked me for a scan. And then I did a scan. And then the lady looked at me and, like, I pat myself at the back. I can see heartbeat. I was like, Thank you, Jesus. And the episode went around 12, 12 weeks plus. Another one happens again. I said, I see bleeding. In fact, the, for the first one was with clots. And the second one, I said, I see bleeding again. And then we, it was like a few days after going to the scan for a scan, a data scan. I'm like, why is this thing showing again? But later I stopped, went to the hospital. The baby is fine, he's doing well. Around 16 weeks, it happens again. But all in all, the Lord stood by us. He came through for us and he gave us this child. I want to turn all the glory, all the honor, all the praise, 
I want to say thank you, Jesus, because it can only you that can make what seems impossible possible. People have said can even ever happen. Some people like they will look at us and like, and this is couple are still following themselves. They are still going about with themselves. You know, some people have think like maybe it will have the money to come to an end. But the Lord showed up for us. He let us know that I am with you. He gave us that I am Emmanuel. I am with you. I want to say thank you, Jesus, because you showed up for us. You wipe away our tears of years. Thank you, Lord. Bless you. That's interesting. Brother, brother, what's his name again? Moses. Brother Moses, Prophet Moses, tell us what you have gone through for the 12 years. People will learn because you have told me, but I want those who are believing God for the fruit of the womb to hear you. Because he's a Nigerian, he's from my tribe. And I know what that means when you are married and the woman did not conceive. All the blame is on the woman, even if the man is the problem. And if the man is not standing, you know, some have been shipwrecked by those negative influences. Tell us, Brother Moses, uh, just enjoy your testimony. Glorify God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Uh, first and foremost, I thank Apostle for giving me this opportunity to be able to speak in the in the light congregation like this, because I'm someone that I always shy to talk in the place of people, but I'll use this opportunity to just put myself to be able to share this testimony. Twelve years is not something that I'll just say start yesterday, because I remember I got married when I was in 29 or 30 or so about. Then for the past, one thing that someone said to me during my wedding, he said, he gave me five years. If my wedding lasts up to five years, means that God really loves me. I said, what? He said, okay. They will continue. First year, nothing. Second year, nothing. Third year, they started calling me. Oh, what happened? What happened? This is the third year you got married. What happened? I said, I don't know. Have you guys go to the hospital? I said, yeah, we have tried everything. Everything is fine. It's okay. After that, again, I just say, four years, my sister called me back home that, this is getting serious. We have to, we have to look under what? I said, no, I've make up my mind. This is what I want to do. I will do it. Then they said something to me that, do you remember something? I said, what? He said, remember before, because my parents, are, they are late. He said, do you remember the prophecy they told me when I was very young? I said, what is it? They said, I shouldn't marry a lady that is fair in complexion. Ah. Ah. Then they started using that to, they started using that to judge me that, okay, they have told you not to do that, then you go ahead to do so. Face the consequence. As in, I told my auntie that I said, And your wife is fair. Yes. And you love the fairness. Amen. <laughs> wow. Carry on, Brahmosi. <laughs> then I said, I'm going to carry, I'm going to take my course. Don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. Six years, there's nothing. Then, uh, that during that six years, I started developing as if anxiety. I have to go mm. and see my GP. My GP said, you're under depression. I said, no, I can never be That's depressed. Right. They give That's me some right. tablets. I said, I'm not going to use it, but no. they give it to yes. me. I drop it at home. I don't even use it. That's right. Ever since then, I've been thinking that, is it my problem? Is it a problem? What is the problem? What is the cause of this? Nothing to talk about. The, fourth, the seventh year again. Again, eight years. It's just like every single year. I just, even to myself as well, I can't even talk to the of people sometimes. I'll just look at myself that, where they are talking, what do you want to say? You don't know how it is. Even to most of my friends, they'll tell me that, oh, I don't be looking at what you guys talking about. Don't worry, just leave me alone. I'll just take my course. Ever since then, I'll be keep on praying. Okay, let's 
the before I joined this church, I'd always go to KNS. When I joined this church, even in my dream, my wife just called me. One day I just decided, I'm not going to church again. He said, well, I no, I'm not going to church again. Then he said, okay, let's pray and let's see what church will go. Then I, I slept that very night. Then I dreamed that I saw apostle. When I saw apostle, I just woke up one day. I just said my, my wife that I know what. We are going to this church. He said, how did you know? I said, God just spoke to me that I go to that church. Then we joined this church in 20, 2019, before the COVID. Then we joined this church. Then we started praying that, okay, don't worry, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Then they happened last year when we do the conversion. So he just came to the church. I said, the apostle said, should go and buy. I said, this apostle saying this and this. We have been buying all these things. Ever since, I, know, I wasted money a lot when it comes to this. I wasted money a lot. I will say something now. When it comes to uh, uh, hospital, I'll spend a lot of money. When it comes to abalist, I'll spend a lot of money. When it comes to pastors, I'll spend a lot of money. Some pastor will tell you, if you do this for me, God is going to do it. Then I keep on happening. Ever all these years, before God opened our womb, last year for after have this Emmanuel. Then thank you for everybody to listen to this. If you are believing to God, uh, you are believing God for the foot of womb. Just hold on to it. There is nothing late for God cannot do. Yes. Because Emmanuel was, I was when he told me that he saw faint light. I said, "What is faint light? Come on, go and sleep." The second day, he said, ah, "I'm seeing it. That's okay. Don't worry." Then ever since that, I just came from my mind that you know what, I don't want to go into it because with thinking of it alone is giving it's really depressing me. I say I don't want to think about it anymore. But as time goes on, when he started coming to the hospital to do checkup, to do scan, he then went for scan. They say he's a boy. I was just crying that wow, ever how this why it's just like this. Even though sometimes I still believe that this is not my son, because sometimes I just look at him that is this is this me or something? This is a miracle. We thank God. Thank you, thank God, thank God for that. I really appreciate it. Thank you, God. Thank you so much. Brother Moses, but both you and your wife did something too that triggered it. Because you saw your wife, God told her, all what you have bought, just go and give it out. And she was convinced. And she said, if God, you are talking to me, talk to my husband. And the second day, God told you. You see what happened? And you told her, give it out. So because you sow seeds to the poor, to the, to the people who lack, that is what triggered the prophecy that day. When I stood before you and I said, I can hear God say, that by this time next time you carry your child, go and buy the clothes of the sex you want, and it will happen so. Now, the act of obedience is what triggers the prophecy. But however too, some had, and when they leave this building, they forgotten. But you went and acted upon it. Now, the wonder you got to when you now say that is so, and you can't believe it, I could not believe as well, if it was you. It's not a sin. Because that is the manifestation of the hand of God beyond human. It transcends human understanding to agree. You'll be looking at this child, ah, so this is my baby. That's what I would do. I will have done. The Bible says when the Lord brought back this captivity from Zion, we were like men who dreamed. It was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. Yes, the Lord has done great things for us. And now we are rejoicing. For all your years of sowing in tears, you have not come back. Carry sheaves in your hand. And brother Joseph, did apostle charge you? Did I charge you anything? No, sir. 
<laughs> did, I even, did you even come to me? I lay hands on your head. No, sir. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. It's your faith that brought the manifestation. Let me now tell you. Children like this cannot be born before their time. Anybody that God ordains to bring a covenant child through, God sealed the womb of the woman until that covenant child is born. And the God who did that sustained you too, so that all the vice of the devil, you did not fall into it. Because a child, there are some children, they are better than ten children. Are you with me now? And it's not how quick I give birth, but what I give birth to. As you said, his name is Emmanuel. That is the voice of God speaking to you. God is with you. Like a mighty warrior. Because you are Yoruba people. I don't know whether I am. But I was. I want to sing as grandpa to this baby. That has just come. He said. Kilo le she. The God that laughs at the storms 
The one who determines the end before the beginning. He is the Almighty. So we bow our heads unto God who lives forever and ever. And thank the Most Holy One for this beautiful gift that He has given to the Church of God. As God has planned concerning your life, Emmanuel, so shall your destiny be. You want more children? They are coming, 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 they are coming. There will be no stopping as you desire, the Lord will give them to you. Until you see that it is enough. And if anybody is watching me across the globe right now, because I know that this is all over the continents of the globe, the God who did it for this couple has done it for you. Whenever a grace is standing, it is contagious. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen. Yes, we are going to sing and you are going to your seats. I prayed for every one of you. Okay, yeah, bring your offering to the Lord. You can put your offering. All of you who are having birthdays, when you come before the altar, the Bible says, do not come before me empty-handed. When you come to the altar to say thank you to God for your birthday, you need to bring an offering to the Lord. You must know that. That is a standard practice of the Most High. So, let me pray over your giving. You can pass the bucket around them. If you did not bring an offering, you must bring one for your birthday by Sunday. Yes, some of you might have transferred your offering, but you must make sure... Anytime you are going to the altar to say thank you to God, you go with a substance out of your labor. I was told that two of you, today is your birthday. Dickin, what's your name? Dickin, bio paparazzi. So that you know his distinction among all buyers. Amen. Let me pray and bless your offering. Lord, the life of a tree is in the seed. It is a seed that is planted. It is a tree that grows. Lord, I pray for these people. The offering they hold in their hand. To say thank you for these things that you have done for them. Let it become a memorial offering. Father, this offering that they have given to you, some of them have transferred it. Let it become a memorial offering. The Bible says, fulfill your vows to the Lord and call upon the name of the Lord. So, whatever you are calling God for, I stand in Christ in God as a messenger of God in end time. And I call the manifestation. In the month of April, they shall come to pass. As you are leaving this place, they are going with you. This is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Amen and amen and amen. You can give it to the, to the pastors. Yes, sing for them as they go to sit down.
You know that during our anniversary in the beginning of the month, London Church did not bring their Thanksgiving. We didn't do Thanksgiving. We called all the branches all over the world. They came forward to do Thanksgiving. But we did not. You know, what I will say is this. We are going to dance now. But if some of us have given, of course, but if you have not given your Thanksgiving offering, that is 32nd year anniversary of Christ's faith tabernacle. We will drop up now. And you begin. We, if you don't give today, next Sunday in your party where you go to your new cross, I'm coming there. We are going to wrap up now. And we are going to give God the offering. And so let's just sing again. Eba ba mi
this heavenly choir. They have joined the company of children to sing. Sing to your seat as you are singing now.
your hands together for the Lord. Praise the Lord. Could I have the woman of uh, destiny presentation, please? Praise the Lord. Can I humbly ask for a resplendent mommy? A mama da mama. A mama kuka Praise the Lord. Isn't she beautiful? Praise the Lord. We bless the name of the Lord our God. We bless the name of the Lord our God today being Mother's Day. We are so privileged. All the mothers in the house, can we just give our mama a round of applause? We are so privileged to have a mother that is a true woman of God. Very rare in these times, but we are privileged that we have the true woman of God. And I've written a small poem as we were in church. Um, it's a rough copy, but we know that um, we'll find, when we finalize it, it will be more beautiful. So I'm reading this poem on behalf of all the mothers and the mothers-to-be. All the mothers and the mothers-to-be. Today, we celebrate you, our mother, our great teacher, our role model. There is nothing as sincere as our mother's love. Your sacrifice for us is truly immeasurable. Your lovely heart is worth more than gold. Mommy Omar, a mother in Israel. Our guidance counselor, who guides us and teaches us the word. A mom we can rely on in a million ways. You are definitely invaluable, irreplaceable, impressive, exquisite, immaculate, yet down to earth. May God reward you on this earth. And honor you in the one to come. Mommy Omar, our godly mother, we salute you. We are proud to call you our mother. Our mama, now mama. Praise the Lord. So on behalf of the um, woman. Okay. So on behalf of the um, woman of Royal Destiny Cathedral, we bring this small token to our mother to say thank you we appreciate you ma and since I have the microphone on behalf of the great woman of rare destiny <laughs> new cross the mothers the original mothers who gave birth to all the other mothers. <laughs> we present this token. The financial headquarters. 
And here come all the children of royal destiny, both cathedral and new cross. The grandparents, the grandchildren, coming to say thank you to our mother. Praise the Lord. and the morning stars. Woo!
Joanna's. Department, New Cross and Cathedral. in secret and in public the Lord will answer the world will honor you 
the Lord will glorify you. The Lord will increase you on every side. We bless the name of the Lord for you because we know that he has just started. That the sky is the beginning and that you will continue to go from glory to glory. Father, we bless you. We honor you for our mother because we are so privileged. In Jesus' name, amen. I think you have to protocol me now. Can I present to you Mama na Mama? I want to call my children to come out and present their mother uh, their gift. Pastor Lisbeth, Brad Raymond, your gift is where? It's in the house. Okay, come and join me when I give my own. I have given my wife egg this morning. As usual, boiled egg. I went to her to wake up with boiled egg and a cup of tea that she loves so much. Bring my own gift. Now, where is Nicky Samuel too? Okay, you give her in the house, the one you brought. But this one is joint, way joint. This is my own card, isn't it? Their own card. Okay. So, they said that is my own gift they should give her now. So, before the church now, I want to present my wife, Happy Mother's Day. Every man here, make sure you give your wife Happy Mother's Day gift. Today, on behalf of my wife, I would like to say a very big thank you to every one of you for being such great source of encouragement and also a delight and a blessing. If they give me an option to come back to this world, I will still be your pastor. I will not want to pastor any other human being. This is the church I mean where Jesus Christ is Lord. So I thank you so much for taking care of your pastor. Praise the Lord. I know the time is fast spent, but I have a plan today. That plan is that I'm giving all the mothers in the house this trophy. And uh, one mother will carry it while other people cheer. You know, and I don't know what the choir, because I said they should ask you to prepare something that makes bum, 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 bum. You know, something to make it good. We are supposed to go around this auditorium, but because of time, all mothers will rise. And I want to call Eric's mom to come and carry the trophy. And all other mothers here and below to carry this trophy for us. Hallelujah. 
mothers of mothers. Hallelujah. So let us Pastor Charles, this guy that too. And they are written that you must come in. Is come and dance with her. It's your cup, not her cup. It is a cup for all women, pastor women, elder women, grandpa, grandma, grandma, mama, grandma, mama, na mama. All the mama, na mama should come and dance. Mama come out. Every mama come out. Let me pray for you. Every mama, please come out. Let me let me bless you. Look at this hall. Women form maybe 80% of these worshippers. No wonder. It was a woman who first saw the resurrected Christ. A God, the first woman, led the world to sin. The second woman was the testimony of resurrection. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all these women that you who have sustained them till now continue to sustain them. May the fire of God pass through you 
and destroy every past that is not in line with God and bring your purity into a new life. Your past will not be a deterrent to your future. The Lord will carry you on the wing of eagle and take you to where he has prepared for you. All your cry and wailing and desire, agonizing over your family, I stand as a messenger of God in this end time, I declare answer. From the lofty hill I speak in the right hand of the master, that God shall attend to your cause. Whatever need faces that is facing you today, I command solution in April. Angels of God will attend to you. God will celebrate you. He will rejoice over you. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit for the manifestation of their mercy over you. May the Lord lengthen your days. Any one of you that was ill, you are made whole. Any one of you that is afflicted, you are delivered. With long life, the Lord will satisfy you. And He will show you His salvation. Whatever is your desire over your family, your household, your children, grandchildren, is granted in the name of Jesus. You will ever be celebrated. And when the Lord will come with shout of acclamation, may the Spirit of the Most High who dwells in you sustain you unto the day of glory. You will not miss heaven. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, women win the cup. Amen. Don't worry, that is how the cup of the cup always falls when the footballers carry it. Sing for them, let them go back to their seats, please. Thank you all women for your hand in this household. I appreciate you. I love women more than men. I'm speaking the truth. I love my women more than men. Not because I hate men, but I mean I just love women and I can't tell the lie. More than men. What can I do without you? I was conceived by a woman. I was born by a woman. That gets it now. Mama, born papa. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank God for you. You are the salt of God. I don't know what this world would be without women. Amen. All right. So let's let me sit in just brief brief announcement and then we close. I want to thank you all who have been praying for us when we went to Nigeria. The testimonies of Nigeria cannot be, you know, overemphasized. Now I want to say that um, we we will be going to Israel next Sunday. I will show you photographs. Of that journey every year except the year of COVID we have led members of this household and members of other churches who join us to the pilgrimage Israel is a good thing to go many things that you read in the Bible you will see it's real and I'm so glad for those of you who have put your names down that you are going this year but I want to say to you that we still have space for members of Christ Faith Tabernacle to join the team. Because now, from Monday, the offer will be open to prophetic voice ministers' churches. 
And you know, last, the last trip we went, which is 2019, I think about um, 15 of them went with us from El Shaddai. So I want to say to you, it's a journey you must go. Some of you spend money to go for holiday. When you see Jesus, how will you tell him, I never went to your town? I never went to Nazareth, your village, and I love you. He will tell you that, but others are going now. Eh, if you love me, why, why did you not go see my, the place where Jesus was born? Really, where Jesus, Jesus was laid in death, the very cave we were taken there, which is not, it's different from the one that people go. The, the archaeologists told us this is where he laid, and that cave is still in the rock till today. I will show you those things next Sunday. We went to this uh, 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 Sea of Salt. You will see apostle when I floated. I lie on the sea and I did not sink. Amen. I mean, so many things there. You know that tree where Jesus stopped and said, Lazarus, come up. Hey, come down. Yes, come down. Lazarus, come down. To this salvation enter your heart. That tree is still there. Zacchaeus, sorry. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. He's still there till today. Even Lazarus' town is still there today when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. He's still there today. The very place where Jesus was born is still preserved. The spring where angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and announced to Mary about the conception of Jesus, that spring is still there till today. They preserved it. So many things. The city of Herod who killed children when Jesus Christ was born. That city is still there today. You will see memories. The, the first place we always go is the village where Jonah took the ship and went to enter into the, into the belly of the fish. That's the first village we go. Tashish. And you can still see the upper room where Jesus held the Lord's Supper with the, with the ministers, with his disciples. And also the upper room where Peter had the vision of the sheep that came from heaven. All those properties are there intact till today. So it's a memorable journey. I will go to that instead of going for a holiday in any country in this world. At least if you have not been there before, it's a thing that you, you, you need to save to us and make sure that you go. So if you want to go, we still have space for you. Apostle will be leading the team and we'll be taking you through Bible Showing you where we get there. We saw the valley of Aijalon. You know, where, where uh, Joshua commanded his son to stand still. That valley is, is, is interesting. All these villages of the Amalekites, Hittites, Evites, all those kings. They are still there. Cities are there. We saw this place where Jesus Christ rebuked the evil spirit that went into the pigs. And where the pigs went into the river. That very place, we saw it. We saw so many things. When you go, your, your Christianity will be different. The very road that Jesus walked, while they were saying, you know, uh, ride on, ride on in majesty, we walked that same road. Everyone who goes must walk that journey down. When Jesus stood and looked at Jerusalem and had pity on Jerusalem, we saw all those things. So, and uh, we walked there too. And the temple where Jesus cast out those who are buying and selling. The, the ruins of that temple is there. Then we saw the prophecy of 24 chapter fulfilled. 
when Jesus said, every stone of the temple of Solomon will be pulled down. And when Daniel said, abomination that made desolation shall be placed on the temple. So one of the things that will start to you is that on that very temple, what is the abomination? It is the Alasa Mosque. The temple of Solomon, the ruin is still under the ground. But on top of that temple, where Solomon built, that Jesus said, no stone remain. There is now the Alasa Mosque. But you wonder, Israel will go there every day and pray and pray over that wall. But they cannot touch the mosque. Is that not interesting? Because prophetic says so. You would have thought that somebody would just throw one bomb and level it. They would have done that long ago, but they cannot because Jesus said it. So there's a lot you see there that um, will really empower your faith. So I want to see every more, as many of you as possible. I want to see that place oversubscribed within 24 hours. Um, Pastor, Pastor Fumi will come and tell you what the cost is. But let, us, let me let's say this to you. In Christ with Tabernacle, if we do a seminar or we do a convention, nobody charges anybody. I'm the one who teaches you. You don't pay for it. I don't charge people who come from all over the world for seminar. So if you pay for any convention or seminar, it is you are paying for your own transport. So you need to know that no penny is given to any minister because I'm leading you there. I mean, I'm well taken care of by this church and I, I, I am very thankful to God by, for that. So what I can give you when I'm still alive, permit me to do so. And the last announcement I will announce is the prophetic voice minister's retreat that we do every year. You know, this is a retreat where I take ministers away and I teach them in preparation for leadership, future leadership. And now I'm more equipped now than I used to be. This year, I'm going to take you right through. Those of you who came to seminar of the day, you remember, <clears throat> while I teach you about Christian leadership, I teach you from the intellectual point of view because I was trained from Cambridge to teach those who are chief executives of organization. Really, my area of major and focus is turning bankrupt organization into you know, profit-making, PLCs I'm talking about. And all these principles that we teach them, we are teaching you in church, which each one of you can use in your office, in your career. A number of you have used them and, uh, you know, have gotten great results. So it is not only to equip you spiritually, but also to equip you in the area of your career progression and uh, business and other things. So make sure you contact Pastor Fuming on, on this and get your place secured. It is Birmingham Metropole that we use annually. And same thing we are going to do this year. And the Lord will bless and strengthen you. Yes. I will personally want to announce this myself. We thank God for the life of one of our deaconess who departed to glory, deaconess Dr. Matilda Akinyemi. After a company with her for, you know, around 30 years, the Lord took her home. And we'll be doing her funeral rites this week. I think on Tuesday, we'll be having the wake-keeping in memory of her, 
that is in this auditorium. And on Thursday, we will be conducting our funeral service. This thing doesn't show her well. It doesn't show her well, but that is Dr. Matilda for you. Hallelujah. She didn't look like somebody who is dead, does did she? Does she look like somebody dead? Why are you looking at me like that? Christians don't die. We change states. I celebrate her life, and the age we die is irrelevant. It is in what we died. And I can say about Matilda Akinyemi that she died. She slept in the Lord. And so her life is worth celebrating, and we will celebrate her life. So her service for her funeral is Thursday at 11 a.m. The service will start 11 sharp. So all those who are officiating be here an hour before 10. So that by 11 dot we start it and the service will be about 1 hour 15 minutes maximum. I will be going to meet up with the committal at 1 p.m. And so let's make sure we come and, and that um, Tuesday as well. I think Tuesday is 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Yes, correct? Yes, that's 7 p.m. So Tuesday, just come from your office. Don't go home and change. Come from your office here, and the service will be very brief, and then we'll go home together. The Lord will strengthen and continue to bless us. I think on my side, I have finished all the announcements for today. I was told that the youth have an announcement. Is that correct? All right, so Sister Amanda will be talking about the youth. Um, good afternoon, church. Yes, come here, please. Take over from me and preach. <laughs> um, good afternoon, everyone. Um, as you know, the youth convention is fast approaching, so um, I thought I would get like a woo for that. Thank you. Thank you. Um, it's going to be amazing. And to keep to tradition, um, we hope to distribute youth t-shirts this year. Um, to prepare for that, we're going to have a competition, a youth t-shirt design competition. The theme of the convention is the assignment, and the key scripture is Luke chapter 10, verse 2 to 3. Um, if you have any ideas, if you have any inspiration, if you're a creative person, or even if you're not and you just want to try your hands, because the worst thing that can happen is we don't accept. So... Whatever you want to do, um, make your design and email it to cft underscore yord at hotmail.co.uk, which is on the board. Um, other than that, that is all the announcements from me. Thank you. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. And the deadline for submissions is Easter Sunday, so make sure that you get your designs in on time. Thank you. Sister Amanda, what is what 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 an ingenious um, announcement! After after after, thank you. There we sorry. <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> that's a good. Way. Put your hands together for her. Now, <laughs> can I just remind us that our prayer at eleven continues every day, except Wednesday. Our Bible study will continue. Then this coming weekend. Um, Sorry, the first, the first, second, third, rather. This weekend is first, second, third. And first, second, third, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we are going to meet here at 8 o'clock for our victory night. 
we will not have 11 o'clock prayer for, for, for those days. It will be victory night and it's a covenant time. So those who are joining us from all over the world in 11 o'clock prayer recognize that we are going to be having it first, second, third. Here it's a covenant time. If you have anybody that is ill or sick or somebody who needs a touch from God, that meeting is for them. And the Lord will strengthen and bless us all. Um, and tonight at 7 we have our home group and 11 o'clock prayer every day is breaking of bread. We are going to have communion together tonight at 11 o'clock prayer. Today is 731 days that we have been praying. Shall we rise up on our feet together? And just give God the praise and honor and glory for the strength he has given to us over all these days that we have been praying together. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We give you the glory and honor. Thank God for the strength. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' anointed name, we are prayed. I was told that we did not welcome those who are visiting for the first time. It's always our culture to welcome them. Anyone still here that you are visiting this church for the first time? If you are here, put your hands together for them. Why can you welcome them for me? Very, very welcome. Please, when you are on your way out by the desk, there is a park that has been made available to you. You can pick it up. It's our visitor's park. I'm sure you have been blessed, and the Lord will continue to bless you. Now, next Sunday, New Cross Church, go back to New Cross and Cathedral. We meet here. Also, tonight, 7 p.m. Bible study, which we do in families. It's from the, we are going to study the book of Second Corinthians chapter 9 to 13, which is what you have been reading this week. Second Corinthians chapter 9 to 13. And the Lord will strengthen and bless us. Shall we now lift up our hands together to heaven as we bring this ministry close by reading the book of Hebrews 13, 20 and 21. Shall we now, may the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Shall we do the general grace together? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May God send you help this week from his sanctuary, and may he grant you support from his Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and your giving, and may he accept from you your burnt offering. 
May the Lord give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. Angels will attend to your cause in this week. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, we will all shout with joy where we are victorious. And we will lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, may he open a book of remembrance concerning you this week. And every prophecy God spoke on Friday shall be fulfilled over you in this week. And may the God of Bethel, who appeared unto Abraham and unto, unto Jacob, may he appear unto you and turn your dreams to visions. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. There shall be shouts of blessing, it will fall in your house. to us according to our confession. God bless you. Please be seated and the ushers will lead you out row by row.
Yeah, right.